And now, part two. Of episode 99. All right, so one thing I'd like to start this half talking about is you said something to me. I think it was off air. I believe it was off air. It was definitely off air. And it has fucked with me. (laughs) It has fucked with me because, like, we're big into conspiracies. And, like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to, there's a conspiracy theory-ism we'll call it, <laughs> is being watered down and saturated with retardation. It's, it, you know what I mean? Like these flat earth fucking people. You know what I mean? Like, I, have I been to space? No. But I met people who have. I've talked to people that are rock stars that have flown on planes and there's just things that don't make sense if things, you know what I mean? Do I think it is a possibility for all these flat earth people that maybe there is a giant ice shelf surrounding what we know as the map and maybe we're on a bigger planet than they're letting us onto? I'm open to that. I'm op- I'm not saying I believe you, but there is like these proof of people that are doing like trying to go like like people who aren't rich or part of the elites or aren't part of the government being like, yeah, I have a mantra money and I'm like made a rocket in my driveway and they get shut down real quick. You know what I mean? Yeah. There are there's people that try to go to Antarctica and these places and then they get there's areas I'm not allowed to go to. And it's like, well, why is that where the shelf is? So I get it. I, I, I am open to your ideas, but do I think we live on a flat earth? You're a fucking idiot. You're a fucking idiot. The water just rolls off the edge. Oh no, it's contained all the way around. Like all the shit you guys throw at me to explain like conspiracy theoryism is getting a, a bit much because there are conspiracy theories that are set in stone. Let's talk about a couple of them. The Kennedy conspiracy theory. Kennedy was not shot by that man. We all know that, right? So yeah. there are some conspiracy theories, like, and that's what you have to just take that. Just take these, and everything that's not the these main ones that has to come with a grain of salt. 9-11. 9-11 is a conspiracy. There was Osama bin Laden. It wasn't Osama got mad. Osama sent some guys to the States. They blew up a building. They tried to blow up the Pentagon. They tried to blow up somewhere else, and it didn't work. That's... That's not what happened. We all know there's a lot. They're talking. Uh, there's, there's a. We don't know what it is, but we know there's more to it than that, right? We yeah. can. We don't have to agree on the fact of who it was, inside job, um, a country across the sea, but we can agree that it's not what they told us. Yes. We can agree that it's not that, right? What other big ones? You know that that it's just known that this is you know fucking ridiculous. You know, there's a lot of people that talk about you know. Big Year Tupac being alive, or Elvis being alive, or Hendrix being alive, or or Bob Marley being alive. You know, there's a lot of talk about that. Those are good conspiracies. They really are. They got some some these some of those guys were really scared. Or the Titanic was actually its sister ship. The That's Britannica. a big bro. That one's fucking with me. That yeah. one's fucking with me because it was an insurance money scam, and it was done at a time where if you've just printed enough pictures and headlines, everyone was gonna believe you. Yeah. Not like anybody's got a smartphone going. Hi, I'm on the Titanic and it's great. And they're just like, get rid of that video. We soak that thing. That that didn't happen back then, but it would have, yeah. right? And we're seeing now that it would have. So, anyways, we what what we're trying to I'm trying to say is that like conspiracy theories, they can be watered down with stupidity. So, you know, when somebody says something to you that you haven't heard before, like you really got to do it. So I, I was talking to Mark about Mandela Effect, and we were talking about the Onyx, Onyx the Pokemon. This is it for me. When it comes to the Berenstein Bears, I will argue with people, and maybe they'll make me. They'll sway me their way. It's always been Berenstain, right? Mm-hmm. I think even you're on the Berenstain yep. wagon, whereas me and Sonya are Berenstain, and we remember, and we specifically remember, and we we're not, we're not, we're like, no, you're wrong. It wasn't Berenstain. It never fucking was, and we'll we'll die on that hill. To the and but we can we're cool with that, right? You, me and Mark, you guys are gonna agree to disagree that the, the that Mandela effect maybe just affected us differently. Um, oh, wait, I, wait, 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 wait. The the Mandela effect is the is the Berenstein was the thing and and currently it's, it's A I N A I N is the way it was and I remember E I N and it was Ian. 
Uh, anyways, but the bottom line is, is that it's, it, there's a difference of opinion on how it was, right? Uh, help me, the, Fruit of the Loom, the cornucopia for Fruit of the Loom, yeah. right? That's a big one, right? Yeah. You ever see the video of the guy pulling the Fruit of the Looms out of his? Oh, sorry, I forgot to kill my thing. <laughs> you ever see a guy pulling the Fruit of the Looms out of his out of his safe and it's got a cornucopia on the tag? Yeah. Yeah. How? How? How, Mark? Right? I remember the cornucopia. Do you remember the cornucopia? Yeah, yeah. Ah, well, where is it? Apparently, it never existed. Yeah, and they weird. show us T-shirts from the '80s, underwear from the '80s. It says right on it, copyright 1986, and there's no cornucopia. What the fuck, Mark? So you know what I'm saying? Mandela effect is is a big thing. Help me out. There's more of it. No, I'm just looking at this. I do remember the Berenstein as in EI. EI yeah. Okay, so we agree. So I thought we yeah. I thought we had difference of opinion uh, on that. We uh, agree on so much shit. That's why I love you guys. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean? Like th that's. But there are people that say it's AIN, and it always was. And you guys are retarded. We don't know what you're talking about. Uh, help me out. Other Mandela effects. Like there's a, there's a bunch of them, but the one that hit me that I was like, I am done with this as a conspiracy, and I now believe it as fact was the onyx, onyx. Yeah. and here's why i'm as a crazy person and we've talked about this before i my mom and i will be having a conversation i'll be like i remember we lived in a house when i was little and had a blue couch and there was an exercise machine and you and my dad were fighting about this or that and she'll go holy fuck you were seven eight months old when that we moved from there when you were eight months old how do you remember that i have that kind of brain i have that kind of and it's not always fun it's not always fun to have this photographic word for word memory it, women hate it I argue with a woman. I'll quote the fucking dialogue that we had th um, uh, a year ago verbatim to her and go, you're wrong. And, and they hate that, right? So I, I have this, I'm very, I have a very good memory, long term. Short term, marijuana has destroyed, okay? Not gonna lie. But when it comes to a long term memory, I'm very, very good. And I remember Onyx had a Y. I remember Onyx had a Y because you can nickname your Pokemon. Yeah. So I made sure that my Onyx, because where can you catch Onyx? You don't even get one until you're in Mount Moon. So you're when you buy the CD back to fuck up. That's that's where you can catch Onyx. Very well done. That's fucking that's <laughs> shot pod humor. And if you don't get that joke, buy a computer. <laughs> so um, I remember you know playing the first time through. I didn't have a cheat book. I had a Game Boy Color. I'd saved every cent I had to get this shit. I remember. I remember very specifically. I remember the fucking price tag. I remember where in this where you went into Toys R Us and it was at, you went immediately to the left past the Halloween costume section to the entertainment corner and they had its own little beeping system so you couldn't steal nothing. And I went. Remember. I remember. I remember all this stuff very specifically. I remember buying my yellow Game Boy Color. It was that yellow kind of like, you know, it wasn't yellow, but it was like a. A fleshy color, you know what I'm saying? It was like a <laughs> yellowy uh, gold color almost. I got that in Pokemon Blue. And you don't see an Onyx until you get to Brock in Pewter City. And then you're like, holy shit. And yeah, if you don't have Bulbasaur, he's a hard to beat because you've got a Squirtle, gets stomped. Or you've got Charmander, who gets stomped. So if you don't start with Bulbasaur, who's the easy starter, you're fucked, right? I remember this. And then you beat Brock after dying a couple times, and, you, and you're like, oh shit. And then you go to Mount Moon. And the first thing you see when you go in Mount Moon is Geodude and Anonyx. So I caught one. Go, I'm going to get one of those. It kicked my ass. You know, I remember this shit when I was a kid. Before I even knew Onyx in the show, before, you know what I mean? I was still, like, we'll call it virgin Pokemon brain. It hadn't been expanded yet. I was learning about this universe. And I caught an Onyx, and I gave him a nickname. And I think I called him, like, Sticks, like S-T-Y-X, like the fucking band. Yeah. Because it had a Y in it, like him! I remember this shit. You will not... Fucking convince me that Onyx had a an eye. 
in its name. You will not. You will not because of that. I remember doing that. That was the way my brain worked. It was like, I want to give him a nickname, but I want to remember what it is. And I didn't know all these characters. I didn't have all 150 and all their moves memorized. Yeah. So I called him like, Sticks, because of that. So do not fucking tell me it had an eye. So this was where I started getting like pissed off like okay what is with this what is this thing and mark came up with what is the theory that i i was like it hit me like a ton of bricks mark told me the cern particle accelerator which is called the l help me out with this i don't remember what it's called it's got a three-letter acronym it's like the lpf or something it's which is a it's a particle accelerator i'm not we're not gonna pretend we're scientists on the show And he said, I think that the experiments they're doing in the CERN particle accelerator are affecting our universe in ways they don't understand, and Mandela effect is an, a- is, is, an, is an effect of that. Yeah. And they just don't understand it. They just don't understand how it works. Or they do, and they're just like, yeah, whatever. So people don't remember the cornucopia from Fruit of the Loom, whatever. Yeah. And I, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, that's really smart. That's very, very, like, what's going on right now? in the world that would cause this. Like, it's very strange. What is a phenomenon? A phenomenon, it's not a phenomenon like a landslide or a shooting star. What other phenomenon? The northern lights. It's not the fucking pyramids. It's not weather changing. It's not 25 trains flipping over all over the country and pouring nitrogen fucking liquid death into the rivers and streams all at once. It's not 25 forest fires popping up on a satellite image, right? That's not what this is. This is a, an actual phenomenon. Like Roswell, like alien sightings, like things like that, like a fucking eclipse. It's a phenomenon. Yeah. It really is. So I start digging. <laughs> I started digging into this, right? The particle accelerator was released to the public in 2009. Yeah. So people have been talking about Mandela Effect starting in the 70s. And the reason it's called the Mandela Effect is because of a famous reporter in 2007, I believe it was, who was talking about what she was doing during Mandela's funeral. And people were like, Mandela's not dead. Yeah. He was just in prison. And she swore she remembers his funeral. And so do a lot of other people. And that's where this that's why it's called that. It really has nothing to do with Nelson Mandela himself, for those wondering. So I started doing some research into this. Now, there are theories that debunk it, like the fact that the particle accelerator wasn't being used until that year. But we don't know what they were. That's just the first big one. Yeah. That's just the first big one that's accessible to the public, that had a ribbon-cutting ceremony, that has big names on it for sponsors. You know what I'm saying? They were. You think they just built this particle accelerator without doing smaller versions of it in individual countries? The oh, European Union came together to build this thing in Sweden. So... There's Garen fucking teed smaller ones in Germany, South Africa, you can, all over the world. You can definitely bet your ass that they like they had smaller models and versions like, okay, well, let's try this. Okay, now let's try this on the grand scale. And like I was going to say, so we know about the one in Sweden. What about the ones we don't know about? If you're so naive at this point in the, in the world with the government being the way they are that you don't think that before the CERN one was built or even talked about, they didn't have one in fucking behind under Mount Rushmore. Or uh, under the Great Wall of uh, the Wall Berlin Wall coming, you know, you know, they could put it anywhere. Yeah, they really could. There's all kinds of underground passages and places to do this shit. Fuck, maybe they just go to the middle of the Gobi Desert and do it there. No one's looking. We don't know. Maybe Korea's doing it. How would we know? Korea's a completely communist. Well, North Korea is a completely closed circuit, communist co- country that doesn't share anything, including their nuclear tests, with anybody. Yeah. So how do we know they don't have an accelerator they're fucking with? And that wasn't what started the stuff in the 70s. That's, that's why I, anybody who says, oh, no, there's no way it's that because the CERN started in this year, you're, I can debunk that theory right away because, of course, there was experiments with this shit. We just watched Oppenheimer. They were doing crazy shit in the 40s. 
on a level like that. Yeah. So you're telling me after the Second World War they never did anything like that again? They never put a small <laughs> community of scientists together to try something to see what happened? Never happened again? Yeah. Really? Dude, one time that happened. Uh-huh. Right? And, I, and it worked. Not only did it happen, but because the war motivated them, they made those bombs. They worked. They blew up just the right amount of radius they needed. They did everything that was supposed Everything fell into place like a fucking puzzle. Yeah. And you guys are... I got okay, I to kill it now. <laughs> Apparently, nobody is going to fucking leave me alone long enough to f- have a goddamn... <laughs> well, that's not it. See, it's hard to see the screen. I don't know if it's my flashlight or my do not disturb. They're on the same part of the screen. Anyways, so... I believe that Mark is right. I believe that because I didn't know this, so I started doing research as to what the particle accelerator does. Yeah, forty. You know, it's forty-four like kilometers an hour. Forty-four million kilometers an hour is the speed they're moving these particles at, and they're smashing them together so two hundred and fifty thousand collisions happen every second. That and 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 they're all, and you're doing this to just basically watch it and ex- and see what the quantum phys- you got to know about the Higgs. Theory and the Higgs particles. So what the they the um they originally thought that atoms were just made up of electrons, neutrons, and protons. Three parts, right? Your protons and your neutrons create a core nucleus of an atom, and then they have electrons which spin around the outside, and there are different um rings for the electrons. And the further the rings are apart, the more um prime the number of electrons are, and then they can jump from electron to electron, which creates electricity and ions. And that's how you get all of the th- all the elements. Every element on the table comes from some combination of that. They've broken it down. You can actually separate that. You can break the atom, and this is the God particle theory. This is the Higgs boxing or whatever it's called. It's got a theory. And it, that, it, that the idea of that is that when you separate that atom, right? An atom has X energy, and that energy cannot be destroyed. It can only yeah. be moved to another form of energy. You can blow up TNT. That energy is just expelled. That energy returns to the world. That's kind of why, uh, I mean, and ghosts and paranormal, are, it's supposed to be a, a pseudoscience because yeah. nobody with enough credit behind their name will actually look into it. But that's kind of why I believe ghosts are a real thing because I'm we're, on board with this we're, 100%. Or we're made up of complete energy and mostly <laughs> water, which yeah. is the most basic form of energy. Yeah. It, it's very moving. So very when quick. we die, where does that go? It doesn't just stop and it's conductive that's so if we're mostly water and there's any type of electrical current whatsoever in the atmosphere it could take those particles and bring that consciousness back no i believe it for sure one fucking hundred percent if you don't believe in ghosts and shit bro like you gotta get with it (laughs) you know seriously you gotta get with it there's just so many billions of stories maybe half of them are false the half that are true then are scary yeah and we're and then we talk about these demons like the legion and all the stuff that's in movies and video games this shit's real we joke about it. We like to have a. T- uh, 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 we like to be entertained, but it all comes from all. all le- what are they? What's the saying? All le- There's a little truth in all legends. Yeah, that's what they say, and it's that's that's fact. That's fucking fact. Which is you know, that's why we're trying to figure out what the pyramids were made for. You know what I mean? Like, because <laughs> we're like, well, legend has it. It's like, well, it's probably a little bit of truth. So, anyways, what they're doing with this accelerator. And the fact that they don't, like, the, the, what, what blew my mind, the reason that I started believing what Mark was saying is because I dug into, like, are they releasing information about what they're, what they're viewing? And they're not. They're just beating, like, tw- every second. So just in the last five minutes, there's been, like, over a billion collisions in that collider. Yeah. And you want to tell me none of them are changing the quantum realm? Really? Like, that's like saying, I look up at the sky and I see a trillion stars. I see a billion systems. 
each one has its own set of planets and its own set, just like ours, just like our sun has not eight or nine planets, depending on what year it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> we, no, but, and now there's planet X. There's one that every 50,000 years is supposed to come into our orbit. Like there's apparently 10 now. Like it's fucking insane. But like they all have their own and, you, and there's only life here though. Yeah. Right? Like I think the same idiot that believes that we're the only place in the known galaxy or solar system with life is also the same person that doesn't believe in ghosts and probably the same person that believes the particle accelerator is completely innocent in <laughs> in having any effect. Now, yeah. one thing that I got led to that when I was following this rabbit hole is the amount of people that are like Trump becoming president was the timeline separation. You guys are fucking idiots, by the way. <laughs> if you're literally, if you even right wingers, even right winger like people who are like supporters who are like, yeah, he changed everything. He changed. No, no, you guys are fucking so stupid. That was all part of the plan. That was part of the plan to destroy faith in Republicans so they could take somebody that said things like, I like to grab her by the pussy and say things like, oh, I didn't fuck that porn star. And then all this money just disappears into her account. Somebody that they could discredit with bullshit like that and destroy right wing thinking and Republicans completely so that they could do what they're doing right now. I think, I think I think that was the the initial plan. That was all part of the plan. And then and then once he got in, everybody was legit surprised. Like no no no, like, I don't like, think I was surprised. I think they were like, oh my god, he's gonna win again. We have to rig the election. No, I mean the first time. Like I don't I don't think him winning was supposed to happen. I think it was supposed to be a clear picture of like, okay, he's gonna destroy everything. You know, we're gonna one win because uh, he's gonna make everybody else look fucking. Crazy. I agree with that. I agree. I don't think yeah. he was supposed to win in the beginning, but I do think that by once he was once once he won. That was all a setup so that they could destroy right wing mentality. They're like, let's spend the next four years just destroying because we'll just associate any right wing thoughts with this guy, and and everyone will hate him because you know he he's a chauvinistic asshole. I want that guy to run the country. I want a chauvinistic asshole at the helm of, of yeah. my nukes, but that's just me. And most most pe people want that too. But anyways, um, my point is. That's definitely a stupid thought. I don't think you should. We should focus. Trump is definitely not the make or break. And people think American politics are so important on a worldwide scale, and they're not. They're really not. Like we got to remember that we're not the only, the West is only a small part of the planet. Yeah. If you add up the population of Mexico, Canada, and the United States, um, what do you get? Four hundred million people. I believe four hundred fifty million. How many people on the planet? Eight, seven billion. That's not yeah. even fucking five percent. It's not even ten percent. You know what I mean? We're we're talking very small portions of, of a global population. You know, so so shut up. You're an idiot if that's how you think. But I am totally on board with your thought that the CERN particle accelerator could be having after effects, like us remembering things as a high because we are a hive mind. You know, I believe that there is a consciousness or some universal mind that that when we die, maybe we go to and we don't remember coming back and being reincarnated or maybe we die and, and our and our bodies are just gone and we become part of the celestial being. But we don't remember. The bottom line is is that this this life that we have is a memory and we certainly in this life have no memory of a previous one or the celestial plane before we arrived, right? Yeah. We can all agree on that. That there are people that have reincarnation dreams and they do have thoughts and stuff of another life that kind of, and it happens so often that that proves to me that there's definitely more to our lives than the one we're currently living. I'm a firm believer in reincarnation and, and religious experiences in heaven and hell and maybe not those specific places that set up with pearly gates and devils and fallen angels, yeah. but definitely the ideas of other realms, other places, other bodies, uh, other, other, other places for our, 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 be, our, our consciousness to, to manifest and our lack of knowledge about going there 
before or after this life. Yeah. I, I think we can all agree on those. That, that I basically just appealed to every religious and spiritual person on the planet by saying, yeah, I agree with what you're thinking, but maybe not in your specific way. Yeah. And they're so similar in their stories and concepts, it's hard to deny that they're all, you know what I mean? So that if we're all that connected in such a way, it would make sense that we would start remembering strange little unimportant things like the cornucopia of your Fruit of the Loom underwear or the fucking way a book was wrote, spelt the words out or the way a Pokemon spelled its name. But Onyx was spelt with a Y. I will die on this hill. I will fucking die on this hill. And like I said, I can explain my thought process in the moment as a child. So I remember that. And that's part of my a blessing of being a little bipolar OCD is that I have these memories. And I'm and, and I'm a firm believer. Like, I've been in therapy. I've talked to people. Like, my mom was in her 20s and 30s when I was a kid. So when I described something, she's she was like a fully conscious adult human. Yeah. She's like, yes, the mortgage was $1,400. How do you remember that when you're eight years old? Like, I've got a memory that, that surprises people. So I'm... I'm firm in this belief that it was a why but then people what's the response no it wasn't yeah. that's the response right so how do i remember it as the why in that level of detail but the whole planet knows it's an i that sounds like some quantum shit yeah like we don't you got it if, if we don't understand it, it we have to take something we don't understand and group them together it just makes sense the same way they didn't understand what the Northern Lights were. But imagine being an uh, ancient man, right? Fresh out of the Ice Age, 12,500 years ago. You know, an emerging civilization, hunters and gatherers. No fucking history of previous peoples. All you remember is all oh, the mammoths are dying. A lot of dead mammoths out here. And <laughs> fuck, is it ever getting warm, right? That's all they remember. And they see the Northern Lights, they probably go, I don't know, what the fuck is that? That's crazy, right? So we got to think of that as the Mandela effect, <laughs> like the Northern Lights for us. So those people 12,500 years ago are looking at the Northern Lights like, wow, I think we should call that the Mandela effect? <laughs> what? <laughs> right? <laughs> That's another universe, right? That's another. <laughs> if we keep fucking with the CERN accelerator, it could happen. You know what I mean, though? Like, I'm Meanwhile, so another one of his buddies in the background is going, Aurora Borealis, Aurora Borealis, Aurora Borealis. And then the guy beside him pulls out a smartphone and is like, where'd this come from? And then the person beside him is like... <laughs> <laughs> and then aliens come down. Then it's just an alien spaceship comes down and it's just like, you, you win. You all win. You know, like, dude, that's so you really hit me with this when you were talking about because I've never connected the CERN particle accelerator with the Mandela effect in any, any, any way in my brain, but it made sense. And then I started digging. And, uh, you know, there's a whole Reddit fucking forum on this and yeah. people debunking it. And then every debunk, I was like, nah, that's not a debunk. Just because it didn't happen, just because the accelerator happened in 09, like I say, it doesn't mean there wasn't smaller ones yeah. or smaller. We like, Look at Oppenheimer. You think nobody knew they were doing that. It's 70 years later and they made a movie about what they were doing in the 40s that we don't know about. Yeah. How do we know what's 70 years from now, 2090? 2090, they're not going to put a movie out about what was going on today? Yeah. We don't know. That's the thing. We got to look at it like those guys looked at the Northern Lights. We got to look at it the way the, uh, the, the archaic man looked at the Northern Lights. Seventy like, years from now, there's going to be a movie about uh, all these uh, all these bio labs. 
right? Creating a, a virus. Or, or, or just about the news. Hey, did you guys know that like 80 years ago they used to watch these magic boxes where people would just feed them lies and they all they all just kept just open their mouths wide. Oh, that's the thing. Yeah, that I believe the current thing. That's, that's the that's thing. impossible. No, but there's no way we were that stupid. Yeah, yeah, our grandparents are fucking useless. <laughs> the way we say now, like we talk about our parents, we're like, yeah, our grandparents. If you imagine if your grandparents were Nazis or like or part of the Axis powers, you'd be like, yeah, my grandparents were really. Christia Freeland's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> They're really malleable, really malleable. My grandpa was in the SS. He thought he was doing the right thing, right? Can you imagine? Like, they're going to talk about us that, like in the future like that now. They're going to be like, yeah, they watched the news. They were like, CP2, all the, I, I better get my backs. You know what I mean? And then and then somewhere in that future, they're going to hear this segment on the shop pod and be like, well, well they weren't so- all stupid. At least somebody figured at it out. Somebody was thinking outside the box. <laughs> I mean, everything they're saying is wrong, but they were they were trying. They were trying to get outside, think outside the box. So I just had to quickly take a few minutes, more like 24 of them, to to, to just con- to tell you that I love that theory. I have now gone online and there are other people with it. It's very intelligent. And I encourage anybody listening to maybe go on their TikTok or get their reels to start showing theories about the CERN accelerator and start looking up Mandela videos. Guys with Fruit of the Loom boxers from the 80s, that's a lot of work to Photoshop or stitch a custom cornucopia to convince me that that's old. Not to mention the weathering and wear. The, I need somebody to show me an onyx with a Y. I need to see it. If I can't find it. I can't find it. The Mandela effect is real because that Y is gone. Yeah. You cannot find Onyx spelt with a Y. But you and me, you the listener, and me the Alex, we know <laughs> it's got a Y. Find me an Onyx with a Y in it, please, because I know it's out there, among <laughs> other things. Uh, there's other ones. I'm actually mind farting. The Fruit of the Loom one really got me, too, but there's a, co- there's a lot of other ones. The Berenstein Bears one's another one. There's ones about Star Wars. They're stupid. They're like, oh, C-3PO's leg was... Was never. I was like, yeah, it was. You idiot. The legs. See, no, there's no Mandela effect with Star Wars. I know everything about every shot. I know everything about every character. There's no Mandela effect with Star Wars. Leave it alone. That's not one. You got to pick. Mandela effect has also been saturated. There's ones where it's like, oh, do you remember it was like this? No, no. It's got to be these specific ones that I'm talking about. They're few yeah. and far between. They're trying to saturate us with dumb ones so that we don't believe the whole theory. The same way they're throwing conspiracy theories all over the place about. Weather and flat earth and, and Mars is populated and Elon Musk is a reptile and all this crazy shit. Just throw all, all this stuff out there and it'll take the ones like Kennedy and 9-11 and, and Harp and it'll take all of these and debunk them because there's so many other stupid ones out there. So we, we st- keep, your, keep your mind sharp and get through the bullshit and realize that there will be more Mandela effects the older we get and the more we continue to fuck around with the quantum realm and quantum physics. Omnipresence demands omni-absence. That's the bottom line, and that's that's a fact. So that's the end of my rant. I love you, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> you, you continue to expand my mind even all, all right. these all these years into it. So we got to talk about uh, CPP, the Canadian Pension Plan. Oh, my God. So Alberta has always made the biggest... What CPP? Has always made the largest contributions to CPP. And if See, they, I wonder why. Maybe because more of them have jobs that pay well. Yeah, and if they pull out a CPP to create their own, that's that's not on Danielle Smith. Although she's she is pushing for it because she's the premier of Al- Alberta, but I mean she's just more or less saying like, give them theirs, like it's it's theirs, right? And Trudeau blaming Alberta, like oh if if Alberta pulls out of uh, CPP contributions and the rest of Canada just pays our own CPP contributions, it's not going to be the downfall of our country. 
Although they say it's it will funny, be. he says it's not going to be the downfall of our country as his right eye is twitching. No, no, no. He says it will be. He says he says that they pull out, you know, our our, our country, you know. It, well, because it it, it it works just like the welfare system. The people that pay into it are are the contributors, and the people that are taking from. Like to be real, Ontario and Alberta are, make all that money, and everybody else just reaps the benefits. Yeah. That and so the, if Alberta's like, we're cool with that. As long as we're part of a collective body of people we want we want to be a part of. This is going to become the FLQ all over again. Yeah. Except it's going to be out west and I am on board. <laughs> Instead of being like, why? Yeah. I, I mean, the, the, it didn't make sense with Quebec because that would separate Atlantic Canada from Ontario. There was just no reason. Like, Quebec is geographically and financially not in a position to do it. But Well, no, Alberta, because they were, res- they were receiving... Alberta is equalization payments from Alberta because Alberta, again, the largest contributors to equalization because they have the energy. Alberta has not only I mean, so if Alberta separates, it's like, what? now we can't get to B.C. without going through another country. Who gives a shit? Who gives? I wouldn't be surprised if Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba just said, yeah, we're uh, called Canada Part Two. (laughs) No, you're Canada Part Two. We're Canada. Fuck you, Justin. (laughs) Ontario, Quebec, the Atlantics and British Columbia. Because they're fucking idiots. Oh, let's yeah. be honest. Those, yeah, those yeah. fucking socialist retards. That you guys are all fucking part of this. This ver- you you guys are part of Canada too. We are Canada, well, okay. and we are fucking standing firm. I don't want to call just everybody in BC no, socialist no, retards. No, but I mean we're talking but. about we're talking about um, a province that, that that democratically elected the NDP into power, knowing full well who Bob Ray is and what happens when when you do that. Yeah, like I, I can't fix stupid. Well, Al- or Alberta did for Rachel Notley. And uh, and Notley just basically destroyed Alberta. Yeah, they, and then, that, the, and the then, province beside you tried this. How'd that go? And then uh, and then they elected uh, Premier Kenny, uh, who uh, cl- who actually uh, followed through with the federal government COVID mandates. Like Kenny bent over for for this COVID stuff. The same way Ford. So yeah. So uh, from there, you know the the Conservative Party of Canada or. Whatever the the conservatives out in Alberta were like, let's get rid of Kenny. They got rid of Kenny. They brought in Daniel Smith, and since then, Daniel Smith has been uh, kind of like representing Alberta the way a premier should. Yes. Not not quite like Scott Moe though, but that was only because of the the opportunity that Scott Moe was forced into. So Scott Moe from Saskatchewan there, who says like, you know, you know, you want you're giving Quebec the discount. On uh, the carbon tax there and not making well, them pay it. it. I, I, we talked about this a little bit yeah. la- last week, and so I'm just I'm going to reiterate what I said. When the provinces are saying no to you on a when does that happen? I want you to tell me in the history of this fucking country when the provinces have said no, because I'll tell you when the last time was. When was the last time? The fucking Second World War. Yeah. That was the last time a province said no, and that was Saskatchewan saying I'm not going to round up the Japanese and put them in prison camps. Yeah. That's the last time. That's the last time a province had to stand up. I mean, yeah, there's d- debate. No, we don't like this. No, we don't like that. Like, but I'm talking about flat out fuck you. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Would you like to What are you going to do? Canada's like, "Well, um Alberta, if you don't like our carbon tax and you won't collect it, you won't get federal funding." They're like, "All right, then give us our CPP." We're 60% of it, so yeah. enjoy the 40% that's left. And they're like, 
Okay. Like that's <laughs> oh oopsie like oopsie daisy. I shouldn't have poked the bear. Yeah. Like that and that's and that's like uh, this is not really a joke. Like this is scary yeah. because I'm with the provinces. I yeah. agree with them. Fuck even BC voting NDP. They're so dead. They're like, we tried the conservatives. We tried the liberals. Nothing's working. So let's just get this orange guy in there and hope, see how it goes. You know? Wait a minute. Orange. Isn't that the color to support all the natives that we killed? Yeah, okay. Let's get someone orange in there. That seems like a color everybody likes right now. How? Like, everyone's got to... That's... It all speaks to me that we're, that we're like individual countries trying to fix, save ourselves. Yeah. From... The overpower from yeah. from the overlord from the 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 the, what, what, the, the federal communists. Yeah. That's literally where we are. It's it's it, it. We've never seen this in the history of our country. We've never seen this since. Well, I guess, like I said, it's been seventy years since our country was ready to implode <laughs> like this. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, man. Do anything else to say on it? Like, I guess we'll just keep up no. people updated yeah. as it as it continues. But right now, we've got. The NDP desecrating BC. They have a huge NDP also desecrating Manitoba now. Yes, and and at the end of all of that, we've got Justin basically telling these provinces that they're, he's going to cut federal funding and they need to vote in more liberals if they would like to to, to receive yeah, that's better treatment. Uh, yeah, and then when he gets called out on that, just denying it. Just oh, yeah. I didn't do that. Pierre Polyev is 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 like, it's it's hard to watch. That House of Commons channel when he stands yeah. up. He's just smiling the whole... Like, he can't... He's smiling because he can't take it serious. If he takes it serious, he'd come across the aisle and struggle that fucking man with his bare hands. I could, I could see and that. And you know what he wouldn't do on the way? He wouldn't elbow an NDP MP in the titty like Trudeau did. Bro, I'm that's just saying. unreal, <laughs> the shit we've seen. I mean, it's now... Look, I don't know if you follow Russell Brand, but Russell now weekly shits on Canada and, yeah. and the communist rule of Justin Trudeau. He is... Deci- uh, not that de- I would say I was gonna say decimating, but he's not really doing that. He is, he is shitting all over him yeah. he, in 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 a in the in the in the most calm collective like oh, I was going in Canada. I was a little fucked up. Well, like, he dumped on my chest. It's yeah. nuts, man. Like he and he and he's always valid. He's always brings up article, uh, cite citation. You know what I mean? Like it's all legit. Like yeah. it, Russell's really, really, really pushing to become legit and open our minds, and I love it. So I'm gonna rush through some of my notes, and then uh, and then we'll get into 1999. All right. So so Friday in New York, pro-Palestinian uh, protesters surrounded a Mercedes Sprinter. Now a lot of media outlets are calling it a bus, but it's a it's a Sprinter. It's not quite the size of a bus. It's smaller. It's that thing that delivers your Walmart groceries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. So uh, and so somebody uh, threw something that smashed the window and former UFC champ Jamahal Jamahal Hill and a couple other fighters were inside, obviously feeling threatened. He took to social media to saying, uh, if any of my people who have my back are here, come help me out. Nothing happened. But but get this. One of these protesters took to social media to say a van drove through a crowd of people while it was driving through at maybe three kilometers an hour. Like, it was, like, super duper I like a, Yeah, why don't we go back to the footage of the cop cars driving through Quebec when they were protesting the Vax. Yeah, yeah that, was a, that was a lot faster. Yeah. So they were very slowly driving, trying to get through the unruly mob. Meanwhile, the UFC fighter was live streaming a video of him on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, like, he was scared. Like, he's like, shit could pop off any second. Like yeah. these and these are men. Like these are men who know how to defend themselves. Yeah. So like this is a man that if he gets pulled out of his car or his car is disabled, he's gonna get. He's gonna fucking hurt somebody. Yeah. Like he, he's capable. He's a killing machine. Yeah. They professionally trained to 
harm another person so badly they can't get up, <laughs> and you want to fucking beat this guy's car down? Yeah. Like, this is what I'm saying. And, and there, on, on this vehicle, there were UFC stickers to let everybody know, yeah. okay, it's UFC. It's not like people didn't know. It, it's not like, it's not like uh, you know, princess inside. Right, yeah. It, it's it's like UFC fighters inside. Yeah. Fuck around, find out. Dude. <laughs> We gotta talk about fuck around and find out, like because that's that's what that's what happened in the Gaza Strip. At this point, everyone's just like, "Oh no, stop blowing up the Gaza Strip! Stop! Why are you look at here? More pictures of innocent children! Oh no!" You're like Mr. Bill, that old stop animation. Oh no! Yeah, Mr. Bill. Oh boy! Oh no! Look at all the bombs going off! Yeah. Like it's it's like Mickey Mouse in this bitch, and it's like, yeah, you're finding out. Yeah, that this is the find out part. You fucked around. That was blowing. That was murdering people at an EDM festival. That was taking hostages, women, children. That was going on people's Facebook. Like they went into their homes and then Facebook live streamed murdering them. Yeah. We're not doing that. We're just sending a bomb to your country. That's what happens when you fuck around. It's mind blowing to me that people have any. And if you're listening and you have empathy for the Hamas. Don't listen. I don't even want you. I don't want you to listen. Get the fuck out of we, we don't want anything to do with you. If you honestly think that what the fuck is going on over there and you have and you and you feel bad for this Gaza Strip shit, these people could move at any point. They can leave whenever the fuck they want. There's no closed it's, fucking It's almost border. like it's almost like if you're in a part of Florida that gets 10 tornadoes a year, why the, the fuck would you stay Mark in a house? <laughs> a fucking men. I live in Tornado Alley. I live in Oklahoma. And what do they say every time a tornado rips? We're going to rebuild. And we all laugh at these people. That's what the Hamas, that's what these people are. And the best part is, is that like they left their this Gaza Strip to cause all this turmoil. And then they're like, oh, but they're coming and blowing up at our house. It's like, you did the same thing. Like, they're, it blows my mind. It is truly mind-blowing to me that anybody can be like, well, they, they should just stop. It's like, but, no, they shouldn't. They shouldn't stop until the Gaza Strip is fucking rubble. If you saw the videos I saw so, of what they did to these people on that weekend of that EDM festival, these innocent people wanted to dance to music, man, I'll tell you, you would not be saying they should hold back. I heard another theory that uh, with the way Israel is, that Israel is a bubble to, for them to find a crack, to find a way in. Somebody said, you don't think that was planned? You don't think they wanted... Well, it was a Jewish holiday, and they had minimum security on all those bases. Yeah. And it's like, so you don't think that this was planned? You don't think that they wanted the world to see these people as bad guys so that they could say, like, exactly. let's eradicate and them? And that's what fucking gets me. It's how do you not see the narrative? Yeah. Like, and I, I said this last week. I'll say it again. I'm going to say it every fucking week. This is how I know... This is how I know that as much as, and I've said this on the show, I'm not that big fan of the Jews. Like, I don't sit on this show and go on about how I love Israel or the Jews at all. Uh, and in fact, most of them come out here to the West, molest children, and start movie companies. And I don't like anything about that. I think it's disgusting. That makes me want to fucking get rid of some people too. But I am not on this fucking podcast saying that you get to just walk out of your country and start capping people at dance festivals. Not just Jews, but yeah. Germans and Thai and English people. Like, they have prisoners. From fucking Turkey in this goddamn camp of theirs. What the fuck, man? And, and, and like, it, it, that's what gets me. So you get this grainy cell phone footage of the day that Hamas got into Israel. Every video I see, every picture I see of the Hamas being blown up on the Gaza Strip, HD, 4K, lots of background, good shots. Yeah. The people are in the Beautiful center. Beautiful composition. Yep, yeah, good lighting. 
Good lighting. All kinds of good light. There was, I'll tell you, I couldn't see some of that. When that guy got his fucking Adam's apple popped, that was a, it was, it, they, ha, they, they had like uh, the office lights on. So that it was very saturated video. You know what I mean? Very pixelated. Probably not, probably 240. Probably 240p. But I saw that motherfucker die. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I heard that pop. And, and, and then they want to show me like four kids covered in dust because they escaped a hospital. I don't care. I do not fucking care. I do not fucking care. It's made up. It's doctored. Go find some kids, dirty them up, and get this picture. Get the empathy. Get the sympathy. The pictures are too perfect, and they're coming out every day. I don't see no videos. You notice that? Yeah. You notice they should look for videos of the Gaza Strip. There is none. There's no fucking videos. That entire thing is CCTV. That entire thing. Every square foot of the Gaza Strip is CCTV because that's the Hamas. That's it's it, that's how they rule, right? It's it, they're very controlling. It's a control. It's a controlled state. Yeah. Right. Don't see that footage though. You don't see none of that shit. All you see is rubble, Mark. It's so pathetic, and they're buying it. Obviously, brown people who are from those countries or associated, an, an Iranian, an Iraqi, a Saudi. And any Arab whatsoever is going to see this and be like, well, uh, yeah, fuck those guys. Of course they're going to. I mean, if I was them, I'd probably be in that position too. Yeah. It's an easy sympathy. That's And there's a two billion of them. Out of the eight in the world, there's two billion Arabs. So it's an easy sympathy vote, right? Who hates the Jews? Everyone. Even I'm on the show going, I'm not saying I hate them, I'm saying I don't like when they come here, hoard wealth, and molest our kids. Yeah. Those are things I don't fucking condone. But it happens. So I get it. I kind of understand. I'm not going to say the Jew hate. I'm going to say I understand a bit of the Jew dislike. Okay? I can, I can feel that, yeah, it's a group of people that maybe don't make decisions we all agree with. But you don't get to go massacre them for it. The genocide is not the answer, guys. Yeah. That's, where I'm, that's where I go, fuck you. I think everybody should be on Israel's side. Because if, the, if you can do this to the Jews, who's next? Yeah. I'll tell you who's next. Straight white males. That's who's fucking next, Mark. And, because well, we're an easy target right after them. And with that, we'll talk about a concept paper has been reviewed showcasing Canada as allegedly bringing in 500,000 Palestinians. And the Middle, East, the Middle East thinks Canada is going uh, to do this based on our immigration policies. Our, actually, based on our open-door refugee policy. Yeah. Very specifically. Our immigration policies are very different than our refugee policies. So when asked about it, Mark Miller said he didn't want to speculate, but there is a war on and we're always accepting people during wars. Now, this comes from the YouTube channel Red Acted, who showed the video of Mark Miller uh, being asked this. Now, Mark Miller is the Minister of Immigration in Canada. Now, we've spoken tons of times before. Is it xenophobic to have concerns of nefarious people among the crowd? If you said yes to this, you're too far to the left. Maybe try to come back to the center a little bit. Yeah. Uh, no one's claiming or saying they would all be bad actors, but you can't filter out extremists slash radicals from a larger group. It's impossible to Well, know. especially when that group specializes in infiltration of this exact goddamn type. Yeah. How the fuck do you think they got into Israel and killed all those people at the EDM festival? How do you think they got into the, what are they called, um, Israeli defense, IDF, I, all the IDF bases? I was, well, Three IDF in, bases in got answer, invaded. In answer to your first question, the gyrocopter. 
You know what I'm saying though? Yeah. Like yeah. there's a there's a, they, they 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 they've already done this infiltration. Yeah. And I think it's even more obvious that they're good at this because look at like you say there's uh, New York protests. There's I you know what I I say this to a lot. They they stopped a highway. Remember I saw the video mm-hmm. of the guy spinning out on the highway waving a Palestinian flag? Yeah. I'd love to see these fucking Palestinian guys go down to Texas and do that. That's what I like. Yeah. I like to say, go down to Tennessee. Go down to a gun-toting right-wing red state and wave your fucking Palestine flag. They will get out of their car. They will shoot you right, not in the head. They'll shoot you in the stomach because they want to watch you suffer. And they'll get in their car and they'll drive around you. And they'll just be like, well, that's just another day. I'm on my way to work. <laughs> the motherfuckers on the highway. I drive around in circles. I'll just put an end to that right now. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, I hope that they start to. You notice how you will notice, and I'm going to say some mean shit right now, only blue states where they let these pieces of shit protest about this retarded crap about how the, we should be sending people over to, to help them. Only blue states. Nobody in a fucking red state would dare step out of their car and wave a Palestinian flag. And there's a fucking reason. And that's what that's what gets me yeah. because it makes you sound like a psycho right wing nutcase. But unfortunately, red states are the only places safe anymore from this type of shit. Because all these blue states think everybody has the right to do and say whatever they want to anyone, regardless. Yeah, and that's not cool. So we've talked about uh, Sikhs in Brampton that have taken over a neighborhood, and no one's put a stop to that or interfered. So does that mean more land will essentially go to immigrants where no one's allowed to go? I mean, this is where German MP Christine Anderson was considered a Nazi because of her views against shoddy immigration policies. While Canada could quite possibly have the worst policies or at least the worst screening policies, but upwards of 500,000, how many of that population would be militarily trained and aged men? Almost none of them. You don't think that? No, because they all come over here and get fucking disability or fucking welfare. And then he, no, and if you're on disability or welfare, you're ineligible right away. Of 500,000? Uh, no, it wouldn't. It wouldn't you watch. That. You yeah. fucking watch. I, I, you know what? We can agree to disagree. Yeah. But if, fi- if 500,000 immigrants come to this country, 300,000 will be on social assistance. You fucking mark my words because that's how this country works. That's why this country's in the state it's in. Yeah. I can, bro, I got immigrant friends that will tell me flat out my parents came here and immediately applied for ODSP, even though they're doctors back home, because you can't get a job here. Yeah. It's the only way to get consistent income, and they all get it because any anybody can go to the doctor and fucking be like, hey, oh, my knee hurts sometimes on Tuesdays. ODSP. I have a friend that is on ODSP for allergies. I'm not making that up. Allergies, this bitch. She's like 40. Never had a fucking job since she was 21. Yeah, Vanessa, if you listen, you're go get a fucking job. You know what I'm saying? Like it, these people are real. This is just my own personal experience. I know I'm making it personal, but if I know somebody like this, then there's hundreds more. Yeah. Okay, so our disability and welfare systems are already being abused by people who are born here because they're easy to get into. You have no idea how much easier it is when you're a refugee to get into those programs. Yeah. They they have a fast track to that shit. Not to mention that they get all the slots in our top schools and universities before the white kids or the black kids. Let's not make it a race thing. Yeah. If you were born here, you will not get a slot at Durham, but that fucking refugee kid will. I have someone that works in the immigration office at Durham College that can confirm that for me. I have somebody that works in the office in Montreal for bishops that will confirm it for me as well, that they flat out get ahead if you are an immigrant because they have money. Because they know if they have the refugee status, the government will put up however their tuition is and pay cash, and they can charge more because it's a refugee and the government's putting the bill. Yeah. A kid that was born here will only pay the tuition for a civilian, which is significantly less. So already we've got uh, uh, what's the, help me, a conflict of interest because by letting in 500,000 refugees, the universities are foaming at the mouth. <laughs> yeah. The, social, the NDPers, they're foaming at the mouth. More money for the social credit system. Yeah, 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 yeah. And who else is foaming at the mouth? 
liberals because it's all votes to them. It's yeah. all just yeah. fucking paperwork to them. Every dumb piece of shit that comes through that door is like, oh my God, I'm so grateful I got out of my war-torn shithole that I belong in. Every one of them is like, well, I'm going to vote liberal because they're the ones that got me here. Yeah. Every one of them. And that's why Toronto is all red. Every constituency in the most densely populated part of this whole fucking country is red because there's nothing but brown people living in those areas. Yeah. Brown, br- brown people and Chinese people. And, and it's a problem because when you come from those shitty countries and the liberal government gives you such easy open door access, why wouldn't you vote for them? You'd be dumb not to. Yeah. I can't even get mad at you for voting for them. But I can certainly get mad about my country shipping you guys in by the boatloads for votes and only for votes. Yeah. So there's a, a viral TikTok video of a woman who wants to be wifed up. This woman says when she sees guys uh, she thinks are attractive, she looks at their wives and says, they're not like, you know, then says, not like this, flexing her arm. She's a built woman, then comments, they're so like, referring to women being uh, feminine. So the How ca- dare they? the caption is, Woman realizes men don't want manly, tough girls. Now, to be clear, there is a demographic of men out there who will wife up a strong woman, but they're few and far between. Most uh, my girl's got broad shoulders; she could fuck me up. <laughs> yeah, the concrete steps. Uh, most men like feminine women, and while independence is always attractive, uh, a little bit of suck and no, I don't mean fellatio is usually appreciated. Either way, fellatio or not, it works. <laughs> totally works. It's either way. <laughs> yeah. I'll let a but but like this video, like the girl like realizes halfway through, like oh well, I guess because I'm not like super duper feminine, you know, I'm not like all these guys that like hmm, just these. Yeah, <laughs> but also, girl, like I don't know why any woman, if if you're if you're so insecure that you need a constant collage of men woo- ooing over you, you need to grow the fuck up and and learn who you are <laughs> yeah. no you do yeah. be they, they make it these days so that you don't have to be a man and you don't have to be a woman you can just be a bitch <laughs> and it's okay there are lots of guys out there who are bitches and there are lots of girls out there who are bitches they're just yeah. whiny useless fucking order all your food on your phone never been to a fucking grocery store never had a car in your name never had an insurance payment come out of your fucking account never had you know what i mean anybody yeah. that's listening that's falling in has never moved out from mommy and daddy's house never had a fuck never signed a lease agreement in your life you're a bitch you're a bitch. I'm sorry. You're a fucking bitch. If you're 30 years old and you've never done any of the things I just described, you're a fucking bitch. You are a bitch. <laughs> you are a problem with this country. I don't care what color you are, uh, race, sex. If you've never done any of those things, you're a fucking problem. Probably on ODSP for your allergies. That's probably <laughs> what you are. You know what I'm saying? And that it's a problem. Yeah. There's not and, and that's I'm saying this not to so much shit on those people because those people have a place and it's okay to be a bitch. I've been a bitch. I'm kind of a bitch right now because I'm not working full time. Because my driver's license is all fucked up, and so I'm trying to build things back and make enough money to fix all that, right? So I'm kind of in bitch mode a little bit. I'm not doing my 40 hours a week, you know? So I can, I can, I can claim that. But I worked my ass off and paid a lot of taxes for fucking 20 years before I got here, you know? Yeah. I'm having a little recovery. So my point is, is that, like, we need to start rewarding people for not being a bitch. We need to start rewarding women for being feminine and being girly and men for being manly. Oh, look, that guy's like... You know, that guy looks like he can beat the shit out of me. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. There's no reason to look at toxic masculinity. Look at this toxic masculinity walking down the street. If you're one of those guys that just looks at a dude that clearly goes to the gym and you're like, well, there's toxic masculinity walking down the street, you are a bitch. You are a part <laughs> of the problem. If you can, you got to look at that guy and be like, good for you, bro. Get them reps in. You know what I mean? Be happy for him. You, maybe you're not a gym guy. You're like me. You're a skinny yeah. fucker. But be happy he, he's doing something and looks good yeah. and, and is, is being a man and is, is keeping men men. 
That's what we need. Yeah. Be happy for him to do that. And if you're a woman, you see a girl walking on the street and she's got her nails done and her fucking hair did. I mean, I'm not saying a fake bitch full of Botox, but I'm saying a girl, a woman who looks like a woman who takes care of herself. Maybe she's got a kid with her. You know what I mean? Be happy that, that woman is being a woman because you're not. Yeah. You don't have any of that shit going for you. So just be happy that somebody is still projecting what a woman should be, even if you're not. Don't yeah. sit back and be like, why, why are we so fucking uh, um, hard on people that are just different? That's what I don't understand. It's like if you still fall into the old school value system, you're considered, no, gar- I think, you're considered garbage I've, now. I think it's in regards to this, this woman kind of just feeling alone. Like She's like, I really want to be wiped up, but every time I see a guy that I'm attracted to, you know, and then I see who he's with. But I'm, she's surprised. I'm not like that. Yeah. She's surprised that she's not getting all that attention. And that's my point. It's like, yeah. And she's jealous of the girls who are or wondering why those girls are getting it. Yeah. And it's like, that's not always a good thing. You know what I mean? All those bitch guys I described are the ones ooing over that hoe. That's <laughs> that's who it is, honey. It's not the tradesmen. I'll tell you. Tradesmen like me, we're not looking at that bitch. We're not sitting there going, oh, look at her. That's not happening. We're probably looking at you. You just don't notice. Yeah. That's the problem. That's what I'm trying. That's the point that I'm trying to make is that all these people that I'm describing as a bitch are the ones that everyone's that are getting all the Instagram likes and the yeah. attention. They're the ones that are making everyone jealous, like there's some magical better life out there. But there's not, man. We've social media has made it really hard to re, to to be happy with who you are. Okay, so uh, one last little rant before we get into 1999 here. On the Post Millennial, an article was posted saying women are looking for sperm from unvaxxed men. Women have been uh, scouring. <laughs> I'm right here. Let, 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 I like hi guys. Yeah, I'd just like to say thank you real quick to uh, my mom for raising me to have independent thought. I'd like to um, say thanks to uh, guys. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, me and my unvaxxed sperm. We, we we accept this award on behalf of all the unvaxxed <laughs> men out there who had a brain in their head and 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 a, and a thought and 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 weren't afraid to stand up for what they believe in. This is for you. <laughs> That's my speech. Okay, so uh, so they've been scouring the Facebook for for men, and now there's a group on Facebook. Members include people uh, from the U.S. and the U.K. I guess I should join. And and the articles share posts, but redact uh, the the names for. If privacy, I could get a G note for each cup of, of cum that I can pump out, I think I'd be in a good place because I can pump out at least a cup a week. <laughs> I mean, a full cup, that's a lot. Like, that's yeah. like th- two a day for like the whole week. <laughs> two, two solid ones. All right. So we got to get into what happened in. Hang on. Are we going to do. Which one is it? This one? The middle one. It's the middle one? Okay. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? Because we have music that does this now. What's happening? Whoa. Mark, where are we? What happened? What the hell? Oh, this is crazy. Do you, let me check my phone real quick. Hang on. Oh my God! It's a. F- it's. I don't have a phone. I don't know. Oh, what happened? I. I don't. I. I don't have a phone. Where did it go? Hang on. Let me boot up Windows ninety eight. It is not. It's the year nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Okay. What's going on? What's going on in the world right now? This well, is absolutely insane. Well, what were you up to? In we just went back in time. Well, I am eleven years old. My sister is now a year old, and my family has just imploded. <laughs> so I'll never forget the Christmas, the first Christmas that my my sister turned a year old, and it was Christmas because her birthday's in December. And my stepdad decided to throw all the furniture all over the the living room and like throw a giant hissy fit. It was basically the implosion of our family. And then remember I was telling you about how his mom was having like had my sister in the hallway of the hospital yeah, calling yeah, her yeah. her dead yeah. dead. Kid. Yeah. So she we now have charges pressed against this woman. Like our entire family is fucking falling apart at the seams. And this is around the time that my dad just like. We're like, hey, have you heard from my dad? 
in a while? And they're like, no, we haven't heard from him in a while. So me and my mom or me and my stepdad, somebody drive over to his place in Whitby and the house is empty. That's how I found out he went to New Brunswick. The house is just empty. We're looking through the window. I'm like, curtains are gone. Everything's gone. And so I go back to my house and I'm like, yeah, everything's gone. And my mom guesses. She's just like, I bet you he moved back to New Brunswick because he's got no money out here or whatever. And that's that's kind of what happened. I mean, there was some steps along the way, but they ended up back in New Brunswick. So it was an interesting year for me. This is the year all my abandonment issues started. Yeah. Yay! What about you? Uh, so for me, this is uh, around the time when I, I started getting into the bands. So you're like 15. This is when you're like, music's your outlet. Yeah. Now. It's like, I'm, are you on stage? Yeah. Yeah. So H, uh, Dungeon? Yep. Where first show at the dungeon? First show? Yeah. Your very first show was at the dungeon. It was at the dungeon. My second uh, second time I was on stage was actually at the Communion Cafe in the Ajax. In the Jax. Where where was that intersection? Oh, I don't I don't remember where it was. Okay. Because I, I remember playing this place. I don't remember what it was called either, but it was at, <laughs> it was at West <laughs> Westney and Bailey. But like they serve kids alcohol at this place, so that's what made it awesome. The and dungeon. And it's no wonder why it's not around. The dungeon used to we used to be able to get ecstasy in the dungeon. Now not this year. I was too young. I was only eleven, so I wasn't doing nothing at this point. But in four or five years from now, I remember going to the dungeon and being doing ecstasy and 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 getting hand jobs in the bathroom <laughs> at like fourteen. It fucking yeah. it's not cool, man. Well, I mean, at the time it was cool, but like as a 36 year old man, I'm like, God, I hope I don't have children who go to the dungeon. I hope it's not a dungeon type place for my kids to go because that's what. <laughs> okay, so in January we have the introdu- introduction of the year, the euro. Oh, this is a huge thing. So the European Union has spent most of the 90s trying to figure out how the fuck they can keep Scotland, Ireland, and England from murdering each other again. That's yeah. basically the main point of the EU. People don't know this, but England, Ireland, and Scotland, they fucking hate each other. Like, yeah. Ava, uh, everyone, everyone out there who's not white is like, aren't you guys all white? It's like, yeah, we, just, just like all the brown countries that hate each other, and we're like, why? That's what white people are the same way. Exactly the same way. <laughs> you got red hair, you fucking loser. Oh, yeah, well, you eat too many fucking potatoes. And then the other guy's just like, well, none of you worship the king, so you should all die. It's pathetic yeah. and sad, right? Yeah. You're not even white. You're covered in freckles, lad. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking demon. <laughs> Look, you're, you got that red head. The devil's halfway through you. You know, yeah. just shitting all Where's over. Where's your soul at, lad? You guys all wear skirts because you're gay. It's just like, whoa, now you draw the line there, sonny. All right, I'll beat you with my bulls. <laughs> <laughs> you do good. You're very good. You do that fantastic. Right? Angler just sits back. Oh, you guys, I'll pick up the pieces. So let, let them fight it out then, eh? We had to we had to put a stop to this. Yeah. The EU is also let's not forget on top of all of that. Hey, oh you, you ever see, you know that thing with Ted where they come out and he's like, "Hey, shut the fuck up! Hey, you shut the fuck up! Oh, come, why don't you come down here and make me shut the fuck up?" Oh, and then the lady pops her head out and they 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 just start yelling at her, "Get in your house! Get in your house!" And then she goes in and the, and he's like, "She's our enemy now, right?" Yeah. That's what it's like with the with the whites, like the Scottish, Irish, and the fucking English when the French get involved. <laughs> and they're all yelling at each other, and then the French are like, like, I don't know, assholes, we are going to take your land. And they're just like, he's our enemy now. Fuck you, you froggy piece of shit. Get your frog <laughs> face back down there. Yeah, we didn't forget about Normandy. You'd be dead without us, you white flag wagon fucking fairy. Get the fuck back down there. They're all yelling. <laughs> and France is like, oh, get the gay retreat. It's so funny, man. Like, that's yeah. white people hate each other. Yeah. It's so sad. So the EU was supposed to be the end of that. And it was. It really yeah. was because everyone's pretty tight now. Michael Jordan announces his second retirement from the NBA. Well, he's got a dead dad now. He may as well just call it a day. <laughs> we all talked about how that, that conspiracy. 
New government restrictions on the use of the internet is announced by the China News Service. What? The China News Service. So I guess in China, they've restricted the internet. Oh, that's... Oh, well, yeah, I guess this would be the time to do it, right? <laughs> They're like, internet? Oh, shit. That's going to be a problem. I remember my buddy uh, Sammy, Sammy Kwok, that was my bass player in Adam and Evil. So he lived in Hong Kong until he was 13. So I guess he came here not long after this year. would have come in like 2003 or four or some shit like that. And I remember him telling me about what it was like over there. Like, like really telling me what it was like. Like, he got LimeWire so that he could download... Chinese hip hop because all once the internet happened, all the music in China, all these guys started putting out like music, like big, yeah, and it was all like anti-government. It was all like they'd be going like ding dong, ding dong, in their in their song, doing their thing, and then he would translate. He would go, you know what they just said there? They just said fucked, and then he would translate it, and it would be very good, like a very metaphorical, cool thing to say, like you know, rappy, very rappy, yeah. you know, like you know, I'll fucking die on this hill before I let the government take my shit or whatever, and I'd be yeah. like, oh, very cool, but like that did not happen. Until 99, 2000, 2001, because they, they had no access. Yeah. And before that, Hong Kong ran shit, and they were owned by the Brits. It was a British Isle. Yeah. British Isle. So anyway. Uh, in January, the Clinton impeachment trial started, but in February, he was acquitted. And this is when I was saying, like, it's fun to look back in retrospect because we are now realizing all these years later that that was, you know, who he was, who's... Whose mouth Bill's dick was in <laughs> was just a distraction from what 9-11, which, yeah. which was on the way. It was already, they'd already blown up the basement in 94, so they already had the, like, the test run done of what they could get away with, and now they were just waiting long enough that they could you know, get away with really fucking it up. So I wasn't paying attention to, to Canadian news at this time. So April 1st, Nunavut is established oh, as yeah. a Canadian That's a big territory. deal. So I remember I was uh it was just the Northwest Territories was all yeah. of of that area. And I I would love to understand the politics behind that cuz there is serious indigenous hating politics that went that, that they did that. You know what I mean? I believe Nunavut was made because they could take more money from the natives. <laughs> Honestly, I yeah, it was yeah. created because the tax laws for Nunavut were all new in 99 and they could milk these motherfuckers so that they didn't Get all this, you know what I mean? Like all this tax-free whatever. Like they changed a lot of laws so they could just get more money from the from the Inuits. Yeah, that that that's what I I've read conspiracy-wise, and that's why the Northwest Territories is so small and has a smaller tax pocket. It's all <laughs> part of a conspiracy to get more money out of the natives. Oh man, there's so many movies announcements in the dates, but we'll wait until we. Yeah, talk no, don't about do it. Let's just do. Yeah, 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 yeah none of that shit. We're uh, gonna the, get to that. The Mars lander was uh, sent out this year. That's a big one. That's a pretty fucking big one. The Mars lander. I mean, we're still fucking with Mars. Like it's still kind <laughs> of kind of a big deal. We're still trying to. What do you call that? Uh, terraform it. July first, Queen Elizabeth II opens the Scottish Parliament. Doodle 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 doodle. Yeah, none of it was kind of a big one. Uh, oh yeah, that Kosovo War. Remember, I was talking last week about how the you, yeah. uh, the Kosovo War started. So. Um, the NATO warplanes basically fucking two hours, 12-mile stretch, destroyed, okay? That should be the Gaza Strip today. Sorry, yeah. just saying. We did it then. We did it then. We did it then. Why not now? What the fuck is the difference? I want to know the difference. I want to know what's different from that Kosovo war. What did they do? In my, Let's be real. They did not do what the Hamas did. It was way less. And they spent two hours and bombed a 12-mile stretch of land and killed everybody. 
All right? And they didn't do half the shit the Hamas did. We're yeah. pussies now. We're fucking pussies now. Anyway, sorry. The electric chair is used for the last time in Florida in the execution of Alan Lee Davis. Bring it back. Kill more of these people, man. I'm telling <laughs> you to bring back the death penalty. There's too many of us in this fucking country. Oh, Woodstock 99 gets destroyed by Limp Bizkit. So <laughs> now I am not happy you said that. That is a false fake news, Mark. Did, did Fred help? No. But it was the Red Hot Chili Peppers playing fire. That's what did it. Yeah. That's what did it. They went on after Limp. Limp just got him. Limp went on during the day. Okay. And while they were on, they were knocking over speakers, towers. And Fred got on one of the planks and started dancing. He didn't know where it came from. Dude, I don't know why everybody gets so up in arms about it. Because Alanis Morissette went on before them. And people were still fucking around then. Yeah. It's not like Fred was on the mic going, if you see a girl in the mud, rape that bitch. That's not what was going on. That's how they play it, though. They play it off like that. Fred got on the mic and said, they're telling me to tell you guys to calm down, but I thought you did enough of that with Alanis Morissette. That's funny. (laughs) Those were his exact words. That is funny. I'm sorry. I'm on Fred's side. And if you watch that documentary on Netflix, it was all the promoter's fault. It was all the people that ran the show. And to this day, they will sit on camera and go, oh, I thought it was a good experience. They're fucking insane, these people. They're insane billionaires with no concept of money or morality. So fuck that. Fred Durst is a god and a king. Get him a fucking crown. Heavy is the head. And I love the biscuit. And they've continued to go on and create a crazy awesome legacy regardless of this. But Woodstock 99. We're not going to talk about it because you don't need to listen to us talk about it. Go watch the 1999 documentary on Netflix. It will give you the full rundown. Yeah. Also, I got to talk to Mike Turner about his Woodstock experience. Oh, yeah. He was there. And I remember working with him in the studio and being like, you know, one day I'm sitting in this, you know, I'm doing my thing. I used to save stuff for Mike. I'd be like, don't ask him too much, right? Be smart. And I'm sitting on the laptop and I do the little thing. I just pull this, pull him down and he, he turns around and he goes, okay, Alex, story. His headphones. He pulled his headphones down, not his pants. Yeah. Pull my, pull my headphones down and I'm like, he goes, okay, Alex, it's story time. I'm like, oh shit, are you frustrated? He's like, yeah, I'm done with stuff for the day. And he knows I'm, I'm bursting. He's like, what do you want to hear about? And I'd asked him about, you know, leaving the band, writing the record, getting a replacement guitar player, what it was like in Ottawa back in the beginning, Kingston, you know, all the questions. How'd you make this sound? How'd you do this? How'd you do that? And I pulled it out. I go, what the fuck happened at Woodstock? And he goes, let me tell you a story. <laughs> and he just talks about, like, they left stage and their, their, their manager guy was, like, like, snapping his fingers, like... We're going. We're going. And they're like, oh, okay, calm down, calm down. He's like, no, no, there's nothing to be calm about. This shit's about to explode. And that was the night Biscuit played. Yeah. Already on a plane home. So, yeah, crazy. And he told me a little bit, some, some funny stories. But, yeah, <laughs> watch the documentary. It'll give you the full rundown. Uh, in October, uh, the sixth billionth human being is born. What are we at now, eight or nine? God, we need nuclear holocaust. <laughs> or nuclear winter. Oh, yeah. Here's a big one. You didn't talk about Napster. Oh, no, I didn't. June 1st, Napster services created and would later create, you know, it would basically go on to inspire Pirate Bay and LimeWire because all the other fun ones. Oh, Pluto is officially declared a planet again. Again. Now or then? Then. Back in 1999. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved loved one of my favorite, I guess, one of the early memes that I had seen. just before 99 was uh, rest in peace Pluto you'll always be a planet to me yeah I like that one too (laughs) you know give that bitch some atmosphere and let's call it a day (laughs) December 1st rapper Jay-Z stabs Lance Un Rivera a record executive at a nightclub in New York yeah that guy definitely had fucking Tupac killed for sure (laughs) I think we all know this now 
Oh, anything else? Oh, yeah, the Armenian government got super pissed in October. A lot of bad shit going on there. I, honestly, Armenia is a horrible place. God damn it. I, when people come here and I'm like, what are you? They're like, I'm Armenian. I'm like, good for you. You got out. Honestly. Yeah. There's some of the people that I see, and they're hardworking, smart motherfuckers, too. There ain't none of them over here protesting. They like to come here and work. I like Armenians. December 31st, Vladimir Putin becomes acting president of Russia after the resignation of Boris Yeltsin. USSR. Bye-bye, the USSR. It's time for a new revolution. So that was that in was. 99. He's We're now in 23, and he's still... President of Russia. I mean, if he was bad at his job, he probably would have lost it by now. And I if he was bad at his job, I mean, not just he would have lost it, he would have been killed. I, they are talking you, about a man who planned a fake coup in his own government to weed out the fucking snitches. Yeah. That's what we're talking about a genius here, man. Like, I don't <laughs> like Putin, but holy fuck, that's smart. Yeah. No wonder he lasted this long. That's clever shit. This motherfucker, that's a man that read Art of War. He keeps the he keeps that copy with the Bible in his bedside table. Guaranteed. <laughs> that, anyway, that is his Bible. That, you're probably right. <laughs> swear on the art of war that you didn't do these things. If they got maybe if they got Bill Clinton to swear on the art of war instead of the Bible, he would have said Monica sucked him so hard he couldn't even feel it after. Uh, so we're gonna get into uh, some TV shows. Let's here. get into the good. You talk about the TV shows. Yeah. So uh, we've got uh, the premiere of Third Watch, Freaks and Geeks. Now this was oh! the start of like. This was the start for so many people, including uh, Seth Rogen, Jason Segel. Freaks and Geeks was so good. Linda Cardellini, James Franco. Yeah, they forgot they were all on there. Yeah. I fucking hate Jason Segel, though. I'll be real. I can't <laughs> fuck with that guy. I, I don't know what it is and what he... Yeah. yeah, you know, like nobody will work with him. That's yeah. why they put him and Allison Flanagan together in How I Met Your Mother because nobody wanted to. There were two people nobody wanted to deal with. They're like, you guys are a couple. You got all your stories will be together. It'll be perfect. So after the success of Buffy, when you were all like, well, who who wouldn't want a piece of Buffy? And I was like, well, Angel kind of did, but didn't like Angel was with Buffy and then like, I'll call you and then never called. Uh, Angel got his own TV show. Yeah, and I remember watching it and being like, oh. Oh, he had some good episodes. There's even an episode where somebody turns his entire team into Muppets, and it is the funniest fucking And this thing. is why I hated that. <laughs> I, I remember watching the show and being like, did they bring any of the writers or directors from Buffy over? And they didn't. They had yeah. a whole new crew, and yeah. that's why it sucked. In my opinion, it sucked. Uh, Batman Beyond premiered this Ooh, year. Ooh, this is, I'll be real, I was getting to this age where I, st I didn't care anymore. Animated series was so peak, I, I, I couldn't they, see it. They better. turned aliens into a teen drama with the show Roswell. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot. Why do you got to remind me? Yeah. The show Sopranos premiered this year. Classic. Everybody loves the Sopranos. Yeah. Futurama also premiered this year. Oh, that's awesome. Because that was uh, Matt Grenning, who, of course, was the genius time traveler that created The Simpsons, got together with a man named David X. Cohen. And they executive produced, and they got Billy West and John DiMaggio, who are two of the greatest voice actors of the 90s. They did Animaniacs. They did all the kids' shows that you love. Anytime you heard a voice that was good, it was Billy West or John DiMaggio. And then they got the girl from, uh, who does Leela's voice again? She's from Married with Children, I believe. Oh, Katie Seagal. Yeah, yeah. Katie Seagal's from Married with Children, right? Yeah. Yeah, so they got Katie. And what a, what a great cast. Those three, just to start things out, absolutely amazing. John DiMaggio, to this day, one of my favorite voice actors of all time. What he did for Futurama and Adventure Time yeah. are fucking amazing. Uh, Family Guy premiered this year as well. Uh, not a lot of people know this, but while Seth MacFarlane was in at Brown, he drew that entire pilot episode by fucking hand, frame by frame, 25 frames a second. Every single cell was done by Seth himself. 
Do you remember the show Kevin Spencer Definitely. that premiered on uh, Much Music MTV? I remember all the weird shows that they put on those fucking <laughs> stations that nobody liked that I watched at three in the morning. There was a cartoon, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Ed, Ed, and Eddie was great. Yeah. I loved that show. Uh, then you got uh, SpongeBob SquarePants as well. That's it. It premiered? Yeah. That's this is kind of why I've never been a big SpongeBob guy because I was already like into my teens by then. And, yeah. and it's such a big phenomenon in the world, but I just missed it. I just <laughs> missed the train to give fucks about SpongeBob. <laughs> I did. And it's a shame because it's such a cultural phenomenon and everybody knows the lyrics SpongeBob SquarePants. Da, 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 da. Don't know the lyrics. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody's such. And then it had a movie and it's like every, the memes. How many memes do you see from SpongeBob? I don't get any of them because I never saw those episodes. Oh, man. You don't even need to. You don't yeah, I know need you to don't. get them. Like I when you see prehistoric spongebob just as like a a sign of stupidity yeah yeah or <laughs> when he's hilarious. like this is a certain way and then he just puts his hand and starts like what about this what or about even that? or what even about that meme that was or even that meme with the i right, i'm about to head out yeah, like, I, I'm <laughs> out. yeah that's another class up top up top i'm i'm in my, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So many great yeah. memes. If they'd only knew that it would be good for that many memes, yeah. I would say the Star Wars pre- prequels and SpongeBob are 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 like iron ore of meme material. Let's get into some popular movies now. Movies, okay. Okay, so I'm gonna start off with this one. Mystery Men just made fun of Super. Hey Hero. now, you're Renalsta. Yeah. Game on, go. That's that was the soundtrack. For and Mystery and Men. Uh, Dane Cook appeared in this movie with. I call myself the Waffler. Bro, I forgot <laughs> Dane was in that shit. That was before he got any of his big stuff. Yeah, and uh, and Ben Stiller is Mr. Furious. My nickname on the internet for a long time was, was Mr. Mr. Furious. Furious. Yeah, 1999 was huge. Now, in the moment, I didn't care. And I, and I didn't care until uh, even up to 2005, but the first of the new Star Wars yeah. uh, um, uh, trilogy came out, The Phantom Menace, starring Liam Neeson as Qui-Gon Jinn, Ewan McGregor as a young Obi-Wan, and of course, that little boy that never acted again because he was bullied into wanting to kill himself, yeah. Jake Lloyd, the little baby Anakin Skywalker. What a horrible story that kid just got. <laughs> like He went to school after that movie came out, and kids would just beat him up in the fucking lot. Like... He didn't have security or anything. Like, what the fuck? Whose parents let their kid be in the biggest movie of all time and they just send him to a generic school full of fucking bullies? And they're like, <laughs> well, life's hard, Jake. <laughs> like, yeah. fuck, man. What a crazy bunch of shit. Surprised that kid didn't kill himself by now. But House on Haunted okay. Hill had a, had a cult following. It wasn't like the greatest Haunted House movie, but it, I, I, did, I liked it. The Iron Giant was massive for me as a kid. It was a pretty big uh, kids movie, and it was really, really, really good. Pierce Brosnan continues his role as Bond in The World Is Not Enough. The World Is Not Enough. I would say that's the best Pierce one. I would yeah. have a gun to my head, I think, because fr- he'd done... I don't remember Tomorrow Never Dies. No, Goldeneye. He done Goldeneye. He did that as well as Tomorrow Never and Dies. And Tomorrow Never Dies. And I think the world is not enough is when it was perfect. Yeah. It was perfect. No Time to Die. Didn't like that. That was his last one. I didn't like that one as much. That came a couple years later. But I like the world is not enough. A lot. Liked it a lot. We had uh, Schwarzenegger in the end of days. Oh, this one's so good. <laughs> also, this has been the beginning of Judgment. You noticed that Judgment Day was spelled different because he owned the rights beginning this year. Yeah. Um, Wild Wild West. So... For Wild Wild West, Will Smith was first offered a little role in the movie The Matrix, and he turned down The Matrix to do to this. S- to do Are this. You kidding? Was he supposed to have Lawrence Fishburne's role? No, he was supposed to be Keanu. He was supposed to be Neo. Thank God, bro. Thank <laughs> God Christ. In another multiverse, I want to go there. Just quickly, zoom in to the, the universe where Will Smith is Neo. 
Can you imagine picture him with the glasses? All because of that. Men. Did he do Men in Black? Yeah, he'd already done Men in Black. No wonder they thought he'd be perfect. Basically, Neo's just a white Men in Black for the first <laughs> fucking movie. He really is. He wears a long leather suit and his fucking, and he just goes. Yeah. He's got a gun. It's fucking Men in Black. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't get him to do that. Yeah. Number one, he would have ruined it. Number two, he already had a role like that. So, yeah, that, thank God. My favorite religious horror movie, Stigmata. Very good movie. Oh, my God. Phenomenal. The South Park movie came out that year. Okay, this man's just a big fat bitch. He's the biggest bitch in the whole wide world. Okay, I know he's a big fat fucking whole wide world, bitch. Ah! Like, the greatest soundtrack ever made in any mo- for any movie. And it was full of soundtracks and full, full songs. It was basically a, a bonafide musical. And don't forget uh, Project Human Shield. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, yeah. or whatever it was. Like yeah, the yeah. wall no, or whatever. Right. Yeah. Dude, there's so many funny moments. I, I, it changed my life. I remember my parents wouldn't let me watch South Park. And then when the movie came out, like, I'm like, I'm going to see this fucking movie. Like, you can make sure I don't get on the TV after midnight, so, but you can't keep me from going to the theater and li- <laughs> lying about what I go to see. I said that to my mom. You can keep me from watching TV after midnight. I know you can, but you cannot keep me from lying about what I'm going to see at the theater <laughs> with my friends. She's like, God damn it. That's what she gave up. There was a small cult following for this next movie. So my brother had actually read a, this as a book, and he was excited when they announced there was going to be a movie because, like, essentially it was a it was a small cult following book. It's called The Thirteenth Warrior, and it started Antonio Banderas or starred. It was a very honestly, I didn't mind that movie. I like Antonio right, Banderas. Yeah. Um, probably the beginning of the thriller genre, right? I'm just gonna give you one line, and you'll know. You'll know. I see dead people. All the time. <laughs> That's all I need to say. And everyone's like, oh, six cents. Um, that was the first M. Night Shyamalan ding dong. See, I could have confused that for a scary movie. Fancy ending. Yeah, like, yo, shorty, you high as shit. Yeah, but I know, son. This shit's the best. <laughs> it came out in 2000. Yeah. I know, I know, but that was just in regards but to. But yeah, Sixth Sense, uh, Bruce, Bruce Willie Dilly. Bruce Willie Dilly. Still killing it. Uh, he was hot off of a streak of amazing diehard movies, and we've, we've talked about all of Bruce's great movies. Fifth he, Element. Fifth Element and all that shit the previous year, and then this year he comes out with this, and you're like, and then you think you think he must be peaking, right? Bruce, Bruce peaked, but then he did Unbreakable a couple years later. I'm like, fuck it, that shit keeps getting better. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Sixth Sense. So The Haunting came out as well this Classic. year. Classic. Yeah. Classic. Um, the Boondock Saints, also huge. I, I was a huge fan. Who? What's his name? Sean. Sean. I don't remember his last name. Know. But you have Norman Reedus and then Sean, whatever his last name is. And I know my buddy Mike's going to hear this and like... Because he's, 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 he's met the guys and be like, come They're on! What is this? It's okay. We but, appreciate uh, yeah. I really liked this Inspector Gadget that had uh, the live-action Inspector Gadget came out because I was a huge fan. <laughs> I would obviously, I do Dr. Claus' voice all the time on the show. Gadget! You know, I, I, I love that shit, so yeah. I really enjoyed that movie. It was uh, Sleepy Hollow, Christopher Walken as a headless horseman. Bro, that was the Johnny Depp one, right? Yeah, yeah fuck yeah. And that was that Burton on that shit? Was Burton involved? Uh, I think. I thought Burton did it. I thought it was Burton's. Michael and Christina Ricci, one of her first like actual killer roles, where, I mean, damn, she looked good in that corset, man. You put <laughs> Ricci in a corset, I don't give a fuck what the movie is. I'm on it. That was nuts. Am I right with all this? Yeah, Burton. It was Burton. Mus. Oh goddamn, he's good. King. I, I said it's hard to crown a king of the '90s when you got Pitt 
Willie, Bruce Willie Dilly, and yeah. you got Burton. Like it's hard. And then you got Keaton. Like it's hard. It's hard. Uh, the Mummy came out. Brendan. Brendan Fraser as and, as an action star. Who and he was awesome. I yeah. mean, a movie was. So, I don't know. I was so mad when Tom Cruise did one. I was like, really? Just leave it alone, bro. Uh, yeah. Well, that wasn't totally different. That was supposed to be the rebooting of a mummy nope. franchise, but not Still not had the same name. I don't. Like yeah, that. but it wasn't supposed to be about that because with the success of the MCU, Hollywood wanted to do a monster movie uh, joined universe, so they wanted to have a mummy. So they did that, and Tom Cruise was supposed to be in. An, Another movie with somebody else uh, from who played the Wolfman and somebody else who played as a Frankenstein and somebody else who played as Dracula. How like did was, that go? Yeah, yeah. It, no, it, the Mummy bomb. So they're like, all right, let's pull that. Let's not do this anymore. But same with Power Rangers. Like they're going to build a whole franchise around that, and it bombed, and they didn't. Ugh, so disappointing sometimes when they do when they try. No, to they they do they do crossovers, and and people will joke that like this is the most epic crossover ever. <laughs> but uh, I mean, every time they do a crossover with the Red Rangers, they're like, "Oh, where's that guy? That one guy, you know? Oh wait, he's in jail for stabbing his roommate with a sword." Uh, Austin Powers, the Spy Who Shagged Me. This uh, was even more successful than the first one. Fight Club, classic. Uh, I've seen the Fight Club about twenty-eight times. Even Limp Biscuit quotes that shit. So <laughs> yeah, Fight Club is a classic movie. I don't need to talk about it. It's just once again Brad Pitt this, proving uh, he's the king of the nineties. So this one here, the one I want to talk about next was to a lot of women uh, a favorite. Girl Interrupted. Oh, Angelina Jolie, Angelina and what was that other? Winona Ryder. Well, no, dude, I'm sorry. This is one of the greatest movies ever made. I yeah. watched it when it came out. I I agree. I agree. This is a film. This is not a movie. This is a film. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Yeah. I'm about it. I got. Can I throw two out there? Okay. Tarzan was the Disney movie of the year. Really liked it. Yeah. And it is a meme festival. Yeah. It is a festival <laughs> of memes. So many sex. I'm part of BDSM groups, like for jokes. And I'm part of like, 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 you know, couples groups where they make, you know, there's sexual jokes. And there's constant Tarzan memes because yeah. there's just so many and Three Kings with Ice Cube oh, yeah, I yeah, fucking yeah. love that movie yeah. when it came out uh, Blair Witch Project was so big now what I a was, big deal I was so obsessed with the idea that this was based Real, on based on yeah me too that I was like I'm going there I I'm was going there. to Burkittsville, Maryland in Washington that's where I'm going I'm gonna check to go it out so I'm going camping I and and I so think bad. when I started dating her, I was saying, let's go for a walk in the woods at night so I can leave you there. And she was like, um, no. What was that last part? You got to say the last part quieter, bro. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you got to say it quieter. Hey, can we go for a walk in the woods? Leave you there. <laughs> what was that, babe? I asked you if we could go for a walk in the woods. Leave you there. <laughs> what was that? Uh, you're, I'm just nothing, sweetheart. Let's just go for a walk. Uh, Another, uh, so this was probably the most famous movie for a butt scene, but Entrapment, starring Catherine Zeta-Jones, as she's- Is there, I gotta, I gotta be real. Sim simulating, uh, bending her body around strings of red yarn that are simulating lasers. Yeah, um, is there a Catherine Zeta-Jones movie that I don't want to, like, ruin her? Like, is, it, <laughs> is she capable of, even, she was, uh, Wednesday's mother, in, and I'm yeah. like- Fuck Jenna Ortega. Get that little bitch out the way. I want to give it to her mom. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm serious, man. She's like illegal. It should be illegal to be that hot. Yeah. It really should. Like, it's just too much, man. Uh, next up, we got Idle Hands with Devin Sawa, Jessica um, Alba. Man, bro, what a class. I mean, yeah. I'm not a, I'm, you know, I'm not a big horror guy like you are, but that movie changed me. When the fucking hands in the microwave, man, I yeah. love that scene. 
uh, Stuart Little was a very big one for me because they it was the first time you got CGI with the live action yeah. and it worked and it had that fucking house was in it. I yeah. loved it because yeah. everybody was going on about how like they loved. I was I was House a thing yet? I think House was out at this point in '99, wasn't it? The next I don't scene? know. I think that came out in the 2000s. I'm not sure yet because they would have come across it. But either way, Hugh Laurie, yeah, I would have. Hugh Laurie was this is one of his first ones that got put him on the map probably to yeah. get that role. Bone Collector was classic. You mentioned yeah. that, but I, that movie really obviously the Matrix me. as we were, we were just discussing. We will talk more about it as the trilogy kind of comes out, but it was super high grossing, and if. If you don't like The Matrix, you're a blue pill. Like, go fuck yourself. Like, at the end of the... You know what I mean? If you didn't like that movie, you are a blue <laughs> pill, and nobody wants to deal with you. One of my favorite horrors... American horse, Pie. One of my favorite horrors still to this day, Stir of Echo, starring Kevin Bacon. Bro, Stir of... Fu- when he fucking... He goes in the basement of the house and breaks down yeah. the bricks and finds the bodies. That movie is so fucking terrifying. No, Stir of Echoes is top-notch. Top-notch horror. They didn't do nothing like that. It was terrifying. It, well, yeah, I fucking... Sc- I can't, I'm thinking about it right now, and I'm going, oh, fuck, I remember that movie. I remember that movie freaking me out. Oh. And, and, and the kid... Had visions like I don't yeah. want to go to bed because I'm a ter- I'm afraid of the feathers and it's Bro. like the feathers. What do you mean the feathers? This fucking movie got me, man. No, yeah. I don't want to talk about amazing that. stir of echoes. It's it's top notch, and I mean it's got Kevin Bacon. Yeah, how do you fucking get mad about even uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy? Lo- I wouldn't be surprised when they brought Ke- when they brought Kevin Bacon to the Guardians of the Galaxy when they brought him in that they're like, can you do some stir of echoes scenes for me as well as dance? <laughs> foot, you know, like uh, Big Daddy, huge. <laughs> You can talk about Adam Sandler. Yeah. This is when I stopped giving a fuck about Adam Sandler. Honestly, like I, I can handle, <laughs> I can handle a bit, and then this is when I started going. Nah, I can't handle no more. But yeah, okay. So one of the biggest movies of the year was probably American Pie because he fucked, he fucked a pie. Did ever who who didn't try it? I I'll be real. I didn't try it. I didn't. I personally didn't try fucking a pie, but I know a lot of my buddies. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna try that, and I think a lot of so, them did. So I mean, we're we're cutting it close here for time. So albums that came out in 1999. This was finally the year of no scrubs. We were, we were singing. <laughs> right? Uh, let's talk about good songs. <laughs> uh, let me see. Okay, first up, we got I the wa- Slim Shady LP. Hi. My uh, name is. What? My name is. Who? My name is. Slim Shady. Hi, kids. Do you like violence? Do you want to see me stick nine inch nails through each one of my eyelids? You want to copy me? Do exactly like I did? Try sit and get fucked up worse than Mark's <laughs> life is? My brain's dead weight, but I can't figure out whether it's Mark or Tamara tonight that I want to impregnate. <laughs> and then Mark said, uh, <laughs> I do the whole damn song if we want, but yeah, I still play this song live. And yeah, what an album. It also yeah. had it also had that Meet Grady, a 26-year-old oh, construction yeah. worker. So good. Fuck slit in her throat, cut this bitch's head off. Yeah. I couldn't believe I remember the first time I heard that. I'm like. I, my mom was like, you can't listen. Like, off. Like, off. Yeah. What did he just say? Fuck Slittner. Just cut this head off. Like, Because that was the censored <laughs> version, right? And you're like, what? Yeah. Bro, changed the world. Marshall changed the world. Um, Sugar Ray. Every morning. I was, no, you failed. Because the next one under that that you should have announced was 2001 by Dr. Dre. Yeah, that's another good one too. <laughs> Steel. We rep. Come on, do it with me. I'll do Steel. Representing for the gangsters all across the world. Steel. Hitting them corners and them lolos, girl. This <laughs> newly. That's all. Interesting fact. Jay Z wrote that song for them. Yeah. Um, I was saying, uh, no scrubs. Finally, get a, get to do that one. Yeah. Californication by Red Hot Chili Peppers. I actually, there's a picture of me getting this album uh, for Christmas under the tree that year because it was I was such a big and I had scar tissue. Other side, Californication, right on time. 
Uh, the list goes on. It's uh, around the world. It's a, well, probably I would argue if someone says, "What's the best Chili Peppers album?" Can you argue this isn't it? Like, what's the what's the alternative? To me, this is pinnacle. Yeah, Chili Peppers. Like, so uh, what was the Limp Bizkit album that dropped this year? <laughs> I don't know, Mark. I don't know. Yes, you do. I did it all for the Nookie, so I have no idea. There you go. I have no idea. I did it all for the Nookie, so it doesn't make any difference to me, you know. And sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, you know, you know, sometimes, Mark, when you ask me questions like this, I think you need to fucking check yourself and understand that I pack a chainsaw. Okay, I pack a fucking chainsaw. Okay, what? I will skim your fucking ass raw. Do you what? understand? No, 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 no. You need to fucking comprehend that if you keep making my day go this way, I might just break my foot in your ass tonight. Okay? You need to understand. You need to give me something to break. And if you don't give me something to break, it's gonna be your fucking I'm sorry, Mark. I love you. <laughs> so, for those that don't know, the like teenaged angst came to a fucking like we did it for all the, all the lyrics in the Limp Bizkit songs, and then after all that, they put out rearranged, which was like such a nice, pretty song with such a cool chorus. So, yes, yeah, significant other came out. It was the biggest album of the year. Um, um, um. Um, You've also got a nurse pulling on a glove for this band. Oh, yeah, right. Animal of the State, yeah. which had Jenna Jameson on the cover, who's a very famous porn star. And a lot of people, I mean, it's genius. I remember my stepdad shitting, going, Oh, that's stupid. They're not even on the cover of the album. How fucking dumb is that? And I'm like, yes, yeah, genius marketing. Everybody gets a picture of a hot broad on the fucking record. And they had a poster <laughs> of her on the inside, of all the guys looking at her like, oh, my goodness, and her standing there looking all hot on the inside. It was a fold-out poster. Yeah. And on the other side, all the lyrics. How many fucking 10-year-old boys got that record and jerked off to that picture and listened to Blink right after? <laughs> yeah. Every little boy did, I'm pretty yeah, they, sure. they took off their pants and jacket. Exactly. And that's why when the next record came out, they were like, well, that's aptly titled. <laughs> like, seriously, it's so fucking clever. Also, the debut album of Muse called oh, Showbiz. Which, I d honestly, their weakest album, and it has like one good song, and that's the song Showbiz. I dislike that record. They yeah. didn't know who they were, and it wasn't until the next one that I thought they were good. But they did play Woodstock 99 based on that record. They got to play. Um, Blur. Put okay. Out a, put out the, a record. There's there's also another album that dropped in 99. of uh, NSYNC of put out Music of My Heart. That's big. NSYNC, but not that. <laughs> <laughs> notice, notice, notice how I did that. Uh, one of your favorite bands dropped an album, too. We're not talking about Significant Other. We're talking about a, a band that uh, has to do with uh, theater of some type. Oh, fuck. Dream Theater did Scenes from Memory. I didn't think anybody would care. Uh, so <laughs> Metropolis Part 2, yeah, Scenes from Memory. <laughs> this was the first album with Jordan Rudess, So was the, what had ha This is what happened, basically. They put out a record in 97 called Falling Into Infinity. Nobody cared. It was meant to be a commercial hit. It failed. It flopped. So the guys are like, God damn it. They were basically ready to call it an A. So they did this thing called the Liquid Tension Experiment. So John and the, uh, the, the guitar player and Mike the drummer got together with this guy named Jordan. And then they got the bass player from King Crimson, Tony Levin, who's a uh, Chapman Stick 12-string bass player. A very talented man, and they did an instrumental album of shit that will like literally blow your fucking mind. And it went so well, and they had so much intuition with just playing together that they decided to make a concept album. And it is, too, I'm not not kidding. I'd say day before yesterday, I played that album front. Yeah, me. I just nice. that is an album that with my guitar I can just plug in and press play, and from the first fucking chord, which is a D major, to the last chord, which is an A sharp, uh, A sharp major flat seventh. I know that record. Yeah. I can play the whole fucking thing nice. note for note. It is a, it is huge. But uh, honestly, not a lot of people cared. They were still kind of getting bigger. 
So it was just that core fan base. It wasn't like a big record music-wise. Yeah. It wasn't until a few records later that people really knew who they were. Destiny's Children also released an album. Uh, was that the one with Jumpin' Jumpin' on it? Everybody in the club is jumpin', jumpin'. I'm pretty sure it's that one. And it's also the Say My Name. Say, but, do you want to do uh, There's three of us. We can do all the harmonies. Do you want to do it? <laughs> say my name, say my name. No, no one is around you. Say, baby, I love you. I don't know. What's, what's that stupid last line? What's you the ain't last running game. You ain't running game. Yeah, yeah. They talk way too black in that song. I had to like look up what the lyrics meant. Uh, my my little white ass didn't know. My favorite album, uh, my, my favorite metal album at this time dropped, that was uh, Slipknot's first album of Corey Taylor. Self-titled. Yeah. Uh, and it was... What was the big song? Uh, Wait and Bleed. Wait and Bleed. Wait and Bleed was their big one. There was there was a song on it called Surfacing that was actually removed from the albums in North America. It drove me crazy. So you like you had to get like the first Napster. <laughs> yeah, you had to get like the first releases, otherwise you weren't getting the song Surfacing. Corn uh, released an album as well. I thought ninety eight they put an album out. They didn't put one out this year. Was this issues? Yeah. Falling away from me for you. Um, Somebody, someone. Yeah. What else? All the big ones. A lot of big ones. Uh, make me bad. Yeah. Oh fuck that video, bro. <laughs> that make me bad. I. That's another one. I still play make me bad. Na 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 na. That fucking yeah. rip, bro. Gonna <laughs> drop a. Oh, oh, I'm hard thinking about it. Uh, when this artist came out and she was all come and rub me the right way, I, it, it gave me that tingle. But Christina Aguilera, bro. First Bruh. fucking album. I'm a genie in a bottle, baby. <laughs> yeah. Come, come. I'm coming. Don't you worry, girl. Come on and let me out. Yeah, whenever she would say that, come, come, I'd be like, I am Christina. It's a problem. And then her direct competitor, Britney Spears, Baby One More Time, came out. Oops, I did it again <laughs> to your well, No, no. No, no. That, that was from that the was, previous record. No, right? that, that was from the album after. Oh, is that? Hit Me Baby One More Time was the first. Yeah, but didn't Oops, I Did It Again on the same album? Look no. it up. No. Really? Yeah. There was different. No. Oops, I did it again. Was I mean, it's literally about did it again. It's it's. No, it's uh, more about making a guy fall in love with you again. Don't play that. Don't play it. I know what the song's <laughs> about. But yes, it's I, a play I, on words. I uh, yeah, hit me baby one more time was the schoolgirl one. Yeah. Now, now, that's the one that me and Eric always play. <laughs> that yeah. piano rip. Do do do. I was just like, oh, yeah, I know what we're doing today. <laughs> oh. Here we go. <laughs> The entire album is called Oops, I Did It Again. You you win, okay? Okay. Sorry I don't have my Britney discography memorized. I have a cock, okay? My bad. <laughs> Jesus. I don't have the Backstreet Boy fucking discography memorized either. But I'll tell you. I can tell you exactly what part in the video is when they're on mute that I finished. That's what I can That's all I can tell you. They had some hot girls yeah. in their video. Bro, some of those Backstreet Boy videos, they have the, the hottest broad in the cut scenes that they were like... I saw the picture you posted, and I was like, if I was Mark, I'd be legit pissed. You got way too much arm reach around. <laughs> you got your arm like on his hip. I'd be like, I'm uncomfortable with that. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh, uh -huh. The White Stripes released their album, and I thought Meg White was a shitty-ass drummer. I never was a big White Stripes guy. I, I, I mean, I can't deny. I still play Seven Nation Army. Like, it's in my set. Yeah. It's a classic. Oh, Jack White's got some talent. He's also a, a leftist liberal retard. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think, and I kind of, already saw that then like I I, yeah. I I liked the white stripes and then i would see an interview and i'm like nope yeah he's from detroit which is weird because most people from detroit are pretty down to earth cool but him and marshall just gave up yeah <laughs> then we got a uh, method man and red man released blackout that's a uh that one had the uh bring the no not bring the noise 
movies. Um, uh, the single. Oh, I can't remember. I'm not going <laughs> to. Uh, video games. Want to do some video games? Yeah. Uh... Video games were pretty big. Donkey Kong 64. Donkey Kong 64 came out for the six, for the Nintendo 64. It was like, they'd already put out the SNES trilogy, so yeah. this was kind of like a nail in the coffin for that series. We talked about Silent Hill. Silent Hill yeah, came out this Silent year. Hill. Uh, we were talking about the siren that... Yeah, yeah. To this day, you hear a siren like that, and I'm just like, if there's mist with this siren, I'm fucking out! So uh, we got uh, Resident Evil Three. So now, now Nemesis, it's, it's, it's not just zombies. Now there's zombies, and you're being chased by an unkillable monster. Yeah, and that. Do you remember that final boss? Do you remember yeah. fighting? You fought Nemesis three times in the game, I think. But that third one, fuck man, yeah. it was impossible. I I think it's on the top, like, the list of the hardest things to beat in video game history. I don't. I like. I think it's on that list. One of the best Sony PlayStation games that came out. In, in this 1999 was Driver. You had to pass a series of uh, car tricks to get out of a parking I garage. I remember this <laughs> fucking game. And like the mechanics in driving were actually pretty realistic for the boat that you were driving. <laughs> Spyro 2 came out, so the franchise basically solidified itself as a Sonic and Mario equivalent at that point. Like Crash Bandicoot was big, but Spyro was now on the map. Yeah. I think. I think that was a pretty big deal. And then Tomb Raider the Last Revelation came out that year too. Yeah. So they perfected that formula. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater came Mass. out this year. Probably the biggest game of biggest all game? time. Possibly. Yeah. I would I would the, put I would say the soundtrack alone put it up there. So someone puts a gun to your head and says, What are the five biggest games of all time? It, this is gonna you be put, what you got? Asteroids, Pac-Man, Mario, Sonic. And, Tony that, Hawk, and yeah. fucking Tony Hawk. Honestly, it was like the Sonic was the last game that came out that was like you know changed gaming because of that algorithm where you could go quick, and it just perfected the Mario formula. I'm talking like that level of yeah. of changing games, like not just like another platformer, like changed games. Tony Hawk started. Nobody cared about sports games, and, and like sports games sold, but they didn't outsell Sonic and Mario. Yeah, Tony Hawk outsold Sonic. Mario, Gran Turismo, Crash Bandicoot, Tomb Raider. It sold outsold everything. The only thing it could compete with was Gran Turismo. Yeah. Which I believe Gran Turismo 2 came out that year, right? Yep. Yep. So that's the only thing that gave it a, a thing, uh, gave it a, a go for its money. Siphon Filter. Are you telling me? Oh, yeah. Play? Yeah, oh, yeah. You yeah, remember? Yeah. I remember re get, renting it from Blockbuster and being like, I must own this. I must own this. I will buy this as soon as I. You know what? I'm not taking it back. <laughs> that was my thought process with Simon Filter. I was like, oh, I'm not taking this back. Medal of Honor. Man. It starts out on Normandy. It starts out. The beach out, of Normandy. And if you're like me and you used to get like yelled at at school and sent to the office and just sit and read your history textbook and be like, yeah, fuck the teacher. I just want to learn. <laughs> Bro, this, this game, it was like I could learn on my own. Yeah. This was also the first year of a classic franchise that I would argue also changed gaming entirely. Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. First year for what is the pinnacle versus game. Uh, Unreal Tournament launched this year as well uh, in uh, 1999. Uh, so you can just picture so many people having land parties. Pokemon Gold and Silver. So after the perfection of Blue and Red and with the success of the anime, this was like their step into the second realm, into the second second chapter. So uh, Mario Golf came out this year. Now, Boom. every time Mario releases a, a, a sports game, they're all super duper fun. Baseball, golf, soccer. Uh, For you, maybe. Honestly, I hate every Mario sports game ever <laughs> created. Yeah. Yep. I hate them all. I all mean, right. that, but that's, I'm, I'm a minority. I flat out will admit I'm a minority. 
it's a it's partly biased because I think Mario's a platformer. Stick with stick in your stay in your fucking lane. Yeah. That's my attitude. Like Sonic has racing games too, and they fucking suck and they're garbage as well. So like I'm just not a fan of guys stepping outside of their you know what I mean? If you're gonna play a racing game, give me Gran Turismo. I don't want fucking Mario Kart. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's just but that's just me. I'm a loser. No one likes me. <laughs> <laughs> uh then we also saw uh, South Park Chef's Love Shack. Yeah, South Park games are another thing that until recently I've kind of gotten over. A big one that a lot of people like to talk about, another revolutionary game changer that, that started a revolution to this day, Roller Coaster Tycoon. Yeah. Came out for the PC, and I believe you could get a demo in Lucky Charms and other General Mills cereals. You fucking remember, don't you? <laughs> I remember in 1999, I remember going and being like, Mom, I want Lucky Charms, Sugar Crisp, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, I want and tricks. And she's like, You hate all those cereals. I'm like, Not today. <laughs> today, I'm looking to get a roller coaster tycoon disc so I can fucking play over at my buddy's yeah. place because no, everyone would not shut up about this game. So, yeah, I, I remember that shit. That was a big, big deal when they. Yeah, right? And who, whichever kid had the disc, you're like, so we're going to Emily's house after school, I guess, because that bitch has got roller coaster cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, GTA 2 also came out this year. Yeah, so I was going to say, so it, that was the beginning of the non-overhead. No, it was still, still overhead. Still overhead? Yeah. So I still didn't care. It wasn't until 3 that yeah. I... I guess three's Vice City. Uh, no, GTA 3 is just... GTA 3. Yeah. 4 is Vice City. Yeah. Well, it's... So GTA 3 was made, and as when they made GTA 3, they've now created uh, a world that you can third-person camera roam free and do whatever. Then they made Vice City, and that's still not even GTA 4. Okay, so it, I understand, I understand. Yeah. And that's fine, that's fine. Franchises do that. Um, yeah, we're getting late in this, in the game here. Did we get all the movies out? We got the music out? Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah, I think, I think we're good. We're good. I think we're good. 1999. And to be real, the next episode, like, I, I know we've been going for a while, but we got to talk about the fact that we are about to, we are about to embark on our 100th episode. Yeah. That's kind of fucking important. Yeah. We've done, have, I've, I've never gotten this, like, I've been in bands. We didn't put out records. We put out, like, one demo <laughs> yeah. or one thing. I've, like, I have problems in my life. When I take a hobby, like a music thing or putting on shows, like even I was putting on gigs. We were talking a few months ago. I put on gigs in um, February, March, April, and May. And then my partner kind of was like, I don't want to do this anymore. So I did a July one and I an August and September show myself. Like I'm always, nothing gets complete, but I love that we've gotten this far. I in think on the 100th episode, I think we should really showcase, talk about that. And I think on the 100th episode, we will play clips. Some of the we'll funniest moments. We should just take all the clips that you used to send me that we still have yeah. on our phones. And we'll just try and rip through some of those and say... Here's a fun moment, and then yeah. and we'll just talk. So next episode, episode 100, is going to be... Uh, we are going to spend a portion of the show talking about the year 2000, its impact, what we were doing, the movies and video games that were important. But we're going to spend most of the episode giving a retrospective look at the shot pod and talking about how grateful we are for it and playing you some of our best moments. And if you yeah. don't love watching or listening to the shot pod just like individual episode we're going to try and play you the best and funniest clips so that it's like a great almost like a greatest hits package yeah. but if you are a regular listener 
because we have a hundred episodes to pull from, like, please listen, because we're going to play stuff that you don't remember or things you're like, oh, I kind of remember that convo. Like, it's going to be a real fun thing. You know what I mean? So check this episode out. We're going to make it a good one. Yeah. We're going to make it a good one for sure. I'm excited for that shit. Oh, yeah. The, the one that uh, that I talked about, uh, the, the Remembrance Day one with uh, like, you've seen Scream, right? Like Jamie Kennedy seen it. And then, yeah, it's like, well, this is how you know that you're not going to survive a war movie. That was a good clip. <laughs> I like that. We've also got... Uh, uh, there's, there's just, there's so many. Like we used yeah. to just pump out one a week, and yeah. they were always funny as hell. So we're gonna go through those. My, they're all on another phone, but I know that they're all somewhere. So we'll, yeah. we'll get that going. I'm gonna bring my laptop next week. Maybe I can just bring them up on that, and we'll do it. We'll yeah. figure something out. Um, but yeah, that's next week. Next week, episode 100 is gonna be a big one. It's like an anniversary one. We're excited. I hope you guys are excited. I mean, we wouldn't fucking be here if the, if the download number kept dwindling and it was like your average is half download a week. We wouldn't be doing this. Yeah. We probably have given up by now, but. We so, have, through minimal effort, managed to grow this. So, yeah. So, I think uh, we're going to have to uh, maybe start it a little earlier so that there is time to... I don't want to say sober up because I don't want to get drunk, but we are going to be trying... You, you said you're going to give me... We're, we yeah. are going to be trying... Uh, uh, a spot of moonshine. So we'll try. We're gonna do that at the beginning of part two of the other episode. So we'll do part one, sip on our beers, and then we'll do that shot at the beginning of part two. So that if part two is just a shit storm of me slurring my words, you can oh, at least be prepared for that. Yeah. Why won't you be here next weekend? Well, that's your fucking problem. <laughs> that sounds like a you problem. Because I would move mountains to be here for the 100th episode of the Shot Pod. I would kill a bitch to be here for the 100th episode. I would move Zeus off of his mountain, push him over, and grab his lightning bolt as he falls to be here for the 100th episode. We do have to, honestly, we got to get your car done. Something. We I mean, we, we can do that, and I can release part one this week of this episode, part two next week of this and episode. And then we might be able to push it. And then we'll push see. it. We'll see how we feel, guys. You'll, you'll, you'll know when we know. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. But I mean, it is also a kid's weekend next weekend as well as doing the car, so maybe it might be better to push it. For might two. be. It might be. Yeah, that might work, actually. Yeah. yeah, and then I can just come the week after and get wrecked. I <laughs> 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 just no fucks not. I don't, you know, I don't mean yeah. that. But you know what I'm saying? But be a little more loose. Yeah. But either way, we love, if you're listening to this, if, if you've downloaded it once, if you give any fucks, if there's any feedback, like we love, we, we really love doing any this. Any piece of feedback that we've gotten to, uh, has shown us that you've downloaded us, listened to us, and we appreciate we appreciate it. And I love hearing things like I love the nostalgia parts where you're talking about the 90s. Yeah. Like, I, and I also love when you're like, the uh, Mark's too quiet on this one. So like we got to level it out. You know what I mean? Like, we, adju- we are. Just the feedback. We need Every feedback. week we adjust something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm now in the process of trying to take the YouTube clips and get into editing and putting them up so I'm contributing too. So like this is all part of it. We're hoping to give you more content after episode 100. It's just the beginning. It's what we're, is where we're at. We, we have... So many half-hour clips we want to put up of the episodes up to 100. We what have if, so much going for us. What if for the 100th we have Jared, and then I even see if uh, my buddy Thomas can come out. That would be sick if because, we just had guests galore. Because because they were celebration. The guests They've throughout. been our guests. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah, dude. I'm about it. If we could get, and yeah. we'll have them on both at once. Do we have enough mics for that, or we have yeah. to rotate them? No, we got enough. No, for we it? got enough. Fuck yeah, I get it. We gotta get on camera. Try and get more. Can we get more than a half hour? Can we plug the camera in and get like? A no, we just have to like press record again afterwards. Oh, right, because it does half-hour chunks. Yeah. Maybe we should try that so we get yeah. the full first full hour. See, this is brainstorming live. But yeah, <laughs> no, we've got plans. Oh! <laughs> Big plans. We're going to have fun with episode 100. It's going to be a celebratory thing because I'll be real. When we hit 150, that's a big one, too. It won't be They say big the average uh, person who tries to start out podcasting 
Uh, if they don't make it past 13 episodes, they're they're not serious about it, and they usually give up. Well, we're 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 way past that. We're gonna be at 113, not too, <laughs> yeah. not too long before the new year. Yeah, maybe. So that's cool. All right, let's finish this up though. I want to thank everybody for listening and contributing to our stats that just keep growing. We want to thank you for your feedback, and we want to thank you for any positive or negative things you've thrown at us so we can progress the show and make it more enjoyable for you. You're, uh, thank you for listening on Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, Google, Google, iHeartRadio. Make sure you go to YouTube.com and search for ShotPod with a zero because that's that would be great if you would like and subscribe us there. But, of course, we're also at www.theshoppod.com. With the zero in shot.